Hey Hey y'all! And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey y'all! Hey losers! It's Misty. It's Ani. And and guess what? Guess what? Aaron's here today. Y'all finally get to see, you know, at least not see, but hear the other half of the puzzle. Oh, I'm a whole half? <laughs> yeah, you're a whole half. <laughs> I think I'm like a six. <laughs> I think I'm if you've heard them mention the name Aaron, that's me. That's all you get to know. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need to know. You get to stick around for you know and find out more about, you know. The puzzle as we unravel who Aaron is. <laughs> Such a mystery. I wasn't aware there was a subplot in this episode. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, neither was I. <laughs> All right. I didn't know there was a subplot either. I just kind of threw it in there. <laughs> All right. So um, this is works uh, horror stories slash possibly uh, like a philosophy session and finding out who Aaron is as a person. <laughs> I fully intend to throw in a cliffhanger here. Yes. The best right. kind of twist. Also, um, we will not be saying actual place names. So if you hear us, we'll give you a rundown. We're going to be calling places one certain place, castles and poor people, the other place, planetary, planetary gear. gear. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the, the first one is a bookstore. The second one is the cafe in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Like, look, chain bookstores almost don't exist anymore. You, it doesn't take that much. To it's put not. It it's, yeah, it's not that hard of a puzzle to figure out. But uh, just in case, we gave you the clues. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we gave you all the answers. It's a cheat sheet. Two plus two does equal four, and you can figure that out. So. Yes. And if you can't, well, then I'm sorry. And we are doing this solely just because we don't want to get sued. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just saying. Just, just covering y'all up. Are, y'all can figure it out. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's fair. All right. So, so to give a little bit of a backstory, uh, at least pretty much every one of my stories will come from castles and poor people slash planetary deer. Um, but working there is how Ani and I met. And so her and I met working at the planetary deer inside the castles and poor people in Pennsylvania, which pretty much none of the weird stuff happened there. No, it happened after we both moved away. Yes. And all like 99% of my stories come from the one in Florida because because Florida. Yeah. A lot of my stories are not have nothing to do with planetary deer, but it's, a New Orleans fair grade level of planetary deer. That's fair. And when it comes to Florida, look, every meme you've ever seen about Florida is true. Yeah, like, it's it's just it's the one. It's the state that makes the Europeans go, "Oh God, that country." <laughs> Pretty much, like no, honestly, like we have signs that say, uh, "Beware of bears on the beach." Um, our our like our alligators. <laughs> Because our bears actually go to the beach, for the record. They go to the beach. Um, the gators are, in Florida climb trees. Yeah, they climb trees. <laughs> they are actually predators that will sit in the trees and wait for the creatures <laughs> to cross underneath them and jump onto them from the trees. Listen, that's fucked, okay? That's just fucked. 
And that's like do. low level, right? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. low level. What that's the animals. That's like not even, that. like, that's not even the people. Like, the people are fucking crazy as hell. <laughs> like, uh-uh. Every, every single news story or meme you've ever seen on the internet is just your average Floridian. Like, that is not a strange Floridian. Like, look, as I go through these stories, you will understand how fucking weird this state is. <laughs> You come here at your own risk, okay? They should make you sign a waiver before you get on a plane to come here. Even Disney can't control the gators. Uh-uh. No. no. Don't look. My only advice for ever coming to Florida, never get in a body of water. Yeah, no, no. Just don't. It doesn't matter if it's a pool. It doesn't matter if it's the ocean. It doesn't matter if it's a don't get in a lake. Just don't. <laughs> but, like... It doesn't matter. We're also shark bite capital of the world, by the way. So, like, do with that what you will. It doesn't matter if it's freshwater. doesn't matter if it's salt water. Just don't get in the water. <laughs> Is the shark bite thing, like, because of the higher per capita of stupid people or because of the sharks? Like, <laughs> there's a shit ton of sharks off New Samarna. It is the shark bite capital yeah. of the world. <clears throat> and they come in droves. And you... Like there's a statistic or something that says that if you've been ankle deep in water, you've probably in New Samaria, you've probably been within four feet of a shark. So yeah, that's that, that's why it sounds familiar. That's the one you were telling me that your mom refuses to take the dogs walking there anymore because sharks. Sharks, yeah. Like you can pretty much just stand on the beach and watch them, and the sharks keep showing up because people keep getting in the water. So why would you leave an automatic food source? Yeah, it's like so. it's like a little dispenser. <laughs> yeah. Next idiot. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, we have bears at our beaches. We have uh, we have panthers in the, our swamps. Um, we have swamps. Um, we have alligators in our trees, and then we just have Floridians. So mm -hmm. come here yeah. at your own risk. So yeah. oh, and alligators absolutely enjoy swimming in swimming pools. So mm -hmm. so you're aware. We get what bears in swimming pools here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's fair. You know, every bear needs a bath, I guess. <laughs> when it gets really hot, boring. they need to cool off somehow. Just I mean, ours go to guard. the beach. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, our bears just go on vacation. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, the stories are going to get progressively weirder. So I'm going to, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to mentally scar some people. So <laughs> I'll Starting enjoy it. with me. Uh, yeah, that's what I was promised. Now you get to watch my reactions live, Misty. I appreciate that. That is definitely <laughs> a highlight of all of this. It's just I, I had to bite my tongue a lot. Just think, mm, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. She was very good. She didn't spoil oh. me on anything. That's good. Except oh. the trauma that's coming my way. Oh, <clears throat> I prepped her for the trauma. That's fair. Got to got to prep for that. So much trauma, so much drama. Therapist on standby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's right behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Therapist. <laughs> I need a therapist after this. Oh, um, so the question is, is how do you guys want to start? Um, Aaron, I don't know if you have like a list of stories or that you wanted to go through. I was telling Ani that like my biggest workplace nightmare was just the last place that I worked in general. <laughs> it was the corporate nightmare. Okay. I mean, it had every piece of the puzzle. So every piece of the corporate world that you can imagine she dealt with mm -hmm. fun mm -hmm. very fun mm -hmm. um any of those stories that you want to tell or because you don't have to tell any if you don't want to but if you can if you'd like 
I mean, I'll just, I'll warm up with one that isn't really mine, but then I heard about it immediately because my best work buddy <laughs> told me, I mean, like she got off the phone with this person and then called me. So she, she calls me and she's like, I just got off the phone with, we'll call him, uh, Landon for this story. Um, <laughs> and she goes, I just got off the phone with Landon. Oh, I guess I should say what I actually do. I, I did. Right. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, no, so I used to work at an insurance company and I was working in the department with the reps that were in the business under five years. So it's a lot of training, a lot of no. hand-holding, a lot of repeating mm -hmm. myself, and then and a lot of biting my tongue when it's like, I told you this already. <laughs> um, five and, times. Right, and so this person, Landon, um, was actually not in the, he was over the five-year limit but they could kind of stay on if that they didn't want to hire their own team and they wanted to pay less for you know help do running their business so Fine. yeah so he was very entitled i was telling ani earlier like he was the type to mommy daddy so if he didn't get the answer he wanted from one person he'd scamper on over and be like can i do this no. And like, <laughs> it took like five no's to tell him no. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, so my friend calls me and she goes, oh my God, I got to tell you. And she goes, Landon just called me and um, he was talking to me and then he goes, hold on. And he didn't put her on mute and he took a piss with her on the phone. Like he just left the phone next to the urinal, toilet, whatever. I mean, and then just let her sit there uh, and and absorb this. We are not friends. Yeah, it's I, I don't I, need we're to not be dating. That. We're not like, and it's like, and and Landon had this just personality where like he would just do this. Like he'd come over, like when we were actually in the office. He would come over, take a chair that nobody was sitting in, and then he'd just like sit on it backwards and just like I don't even know how what would wiggle on it like back I'd, and forth I'd, like and I'd, I'd kick him away. I was not allowed. Fuck <laughs> but, him. But, but basically, he was one of those people that just like, do you have a moment? He's gonna take up your time. So and then pee on the phone while you're listening. <laughs> like I cannot believe the I cannot fathom the just empty headedness that would I cannot wait till your friend gets out of there. <laughs> I know. I know. Um she, my friend is still there. She's <laughs> still, She's suffering. still suffering. Um but yeah that one was just like it was that was symptomatic of the larger problem that was Landon. I, and I had to ask her, I'm like, which one was Landon? Was he the one with the boat shoes and no socks? Was he the one with the like that always dressed nice? Is he the one I forgot. And I was like, there's a lot of them from there that I'm just like I can't keep up with these douchebags. And I had to remind her that, no, this is the one we did the uh, voodoo spell for. Yeah, we did a voodoo um, spell because I have a book on voodoo spells. And I was like, we need to get rid of this energy. So I did a spell. Because yeah, he would he would call uh, like right when you were supposed to be getting off. Like and be like, is, you know, so-and-so still? No, she leaves at 3.30. Oh, well, can you do that? No, no, I leave at 4. Like it just, no, that project is going to take an hour i will do it first thing in the morning i swear to god but i am not doing it right now so goodbye landon oh, yeah no no thank you mm -hmm. i hate mm -hmm. those kinds of people who are just like oh you leave in five minutes here's a 45 minute project right like, no. they do that to me too and i'm just like i know like guys you want me to do a project that's gonna take me 
estimated 30 to 40 minutes mm -hmm. and you wanted and you send it to me i get done at four you send it to me at three and i already have other shit i gotta do right i have an hour left you want to add this i'm like no 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 no. it's either tomorrow morning or give it to somebody else <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah no thank you it's like they think you just sit there just twiddling your thumbs just waiting for something to do yeah and at this at the insurance company they're all salespeople, right so yeah. they don't they don't understand the word no in any form <laughs> of course not and they're just i mean and then they're entitled their the, their existing entitlement with their like a type personalities right was just reinforced at every turn by my immediate manager our managing director your what was i won't name her but you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. what was her job because she didn't do shit technically she was the hr manager this woman was not really hr at all you'd go to like you would go to her with a problem and she would just kind of sweep it under the rug like she wouldn't even be involved oh that her answer was always like well okay let's say landon was bugging me um <clears throat> well why don't you get on a phone call with him and talk it out no you are the hr person you, you get involved you tell him to fuck off because clearly i've tried and he does not get it yeah she she was a stuck up bitch wrapped in an idiot's clothing that's all i have to say <laughs> about it like it was also daddy's company that she got yeah she her oh, dad used to be the managing director so i'm pretty sure she's got zero experience yeah and then that goes with the job title. she was just handed hr manager and then she was like given our team to manage i guess you could say but she had no idea what we did on a regular basis. there were so many times where i'd ask her a question <clears throat> and i would just I'd get her answer and then I would go back to my friend who actually had a clue and was is the best person. Mm -hmm. And now, and I want to say that everybody that was in the uh, staff part of the company were excellent people, were lovely people. All of the reps, all of them are assholes. Just sorry. Just that's it. Because we're the ones behind the scenes going, I don't want to put up with this shit anymore. Right. So I would go to happy my hour. Yeah, exactly. I would, <laughs> our, our, our survival method was tacos. There you go. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, my friend, I'd go and ask her the same question I had just asked my boss, and it would just be 180 degrees different. Complete, like they're she'd be like, "No, you don't do that. No, no, no." And it's like, why? Did, so I stopped asking my boss. Obviously, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and I like, and if I had any issues with anybody, I just didn't even tell her because she was not. She's what? What's completely the point? She's everything was call them and work it out like you know let them no 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 you, you be the boss not here. just because your hr manager does not mean you have to be buddy buddy with everybody yeah and it's uh like it's actually the opposite of your job the opposite of what yeah. you're supposed to do uh so that that was always fun and like and i'll talk more about it later because i don't want to like dominate right now but know. like because i really want to hear some of misty stories <laughs> 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 um but yeah it's like so that's just a that's that is the tip of the iceberg, like in this corporate hell that I worked in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why corporate offices are just a nightmare, but they are from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my I dad mean, was so happy I got that job. Just as bad too. on a different level. Retail is a different oh, kind yeah. of bad. Detail, mm -hmm. Retail, uh, like office is drama. Retail is violence. <laughs> so true. I agree. This is very true. Mm -hmm. So on. Uh, on that note, on the note of violence, I got one. 
All this right. Is, this is not corporate. This is <laughs> this is retail. Okay. So I had just moved to New Orleans. I got a job at a at a cafe on Bourbon Street. Now, let me set the scene for you. The first three blocks of Bourbon Street. You're walking down Canal Street and you hit Bourbon. The first thing you see is the Hustler store. <laughs> okay. That takes up most of the 100 block. The 200 block is like this really nice upscale Zagat rated restaurant. The 300 block is where we have my cafe in Musical Legends Park. So okay. there's like statues of like these musical legends. So you've got um, Louis Armstrong and like all these other people, right? Okay. I'm the barista at the cafe. Oh yeah, before I get to after our spot, after the 300 block is where every building on Bourbon Street is either a bar or a strip club. Okay. That, so my clientele were a lot of strippers. <laughs> they need coffee too, Ani. I know. Oh God, and some of the ones that they I need serve, coffee I'm just like, most people. <laughs> some of the girls I serve, I'm like, honey, you need like a week of sleep, five cookies, and a whole ass cake. Go to bed. Like, don't go to work today. Fair. Anyways, so I'm a barista. I'm, I just started. I, this is the story of how I made head barista in a matter of three weeks. And this has nothing to do with my, my coffee prowess. All right. Okay. <laughs> so here's the, uh, so I, I start and the head barista, you know, the lead is showing me how to do, work the things, how, like, you know, how the PO system works and everything. Right. All right. <sighs> Three weeks in, three weeks later, I get to work and she's not there. And I ask her, where is she? And I'm like, oh, she, uh, she's not coming in anymore. Why? What happened? She was listening to, her. she had headphones in and she was riding home on her bike and she got hit by a dump truck. Jeez. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my first reaction was in my head, I'm thinking, how distracted or how loud were these whatever was in your ears that you didn't hear or see a giant ass dump truck in a new orleans street they the are streets are small the streets are fucking small and the dump truck is big and loud how did you not hear it or see it it fucking rammed into her this girl needed through like skin grafts on her legs more than once Oh, she I just automatically being... assumed she was dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so skin grafts are an improvement. <laughs> there. She's alive. Better than I thought she was. So... And the rest of the time that I was there, she was just like in the hospital for months getting these grafts. I'm just like, what were you doing? How did you miss a dump truck well, coming at you? Her. Or that I missed her. That too. I'm just like, you're both so fucked. And that's how I made lead barista in three weeks. Fair enough. <laughs> but did it at least come with a pay raise? No. Of course not. No, it did not. I did ask my one manager, I'm just like, can I can you train me in the bar so I can like be a bartender and make bank? And he's like, You don't want to do that. You make more money this way. I'm like, no, I don't. Those girls go home with like 300 bucks a night per person. I don't. My paycheck for two weeks is barely two hundred dollars. He like, might have been trying to save you your sanity. That too. Well, I'm just like I want money <laughs> and the sexual harassment that probably comes with uh, it. Yeah. Yes, she makes a good point. I, I I have I have a couple other New Orleans stories, but I will I'll, I'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. Where do right. you want to take off from there? Cool. All right, my turn. 
Your turn. <laughs> oh, let me set stage for my... Pretty much all of my stories are going to come more or less from the same place. Though one of them I will tell will be one from when uh, Ani and I were in Pennsylvania. I have one. But, it's not a horror story, but it's just a really fun one. I have one that is about one of our least favorite regulars, but uh, oh, I'll, save, right. I'll save that one. Um, so I worked in a bookstore, the Castles and Poor People here in Florida, and I worked as a barista in the planetary deer that is inside the castles and poor people and just for the record it was the biggest um castles and poor people in orlando so we had all of the major events we had all of like the the big you know like authors and things come in and stuff like that we're also right next to downtown that's the one you took me to yes i did because i remember i had to talk to uh people i didn't like so yeah (laughs) <laughs> not that anybody in there that I, I still like, so but that's fine. Um we will use the name of my cafe manager. We'll call him It wasn't B. It was something else. We can call him B. That's there was a different B. There's two B's, actually. Oh. They both share the same name. So um, but we'll just call him my cafe manager. We'll just call him B for now. That's All right. fine. Um to start the setting off of understanding what kind of work environment I worked in, I transferred to this cafe from the one Ani and I worked at in Pennsylvania, and which means I hadn't met anyone who worked there. I internally transferred and all that because they had an opening, <coughs> um, which means I hadn't met my cafe manager before that moment. And my very first day, my very first five minutes, I walk into the cafe he introduces himself, and the very first thing he says to me is, I didn't interview you, so I don't really know how well this is going to work out. And that was the tone of how my, the rest of my next six years yeah. in that story. Yeah, B is a piece of shit. Yep. Yep. So, and, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was great. A great way to start this off, too. And it's just like, and I will admit I have never in my life met someone quite as good at manipulating people as this man is. Oh. This and man is like, from very what, good at it. Yeah, from what she's told me, like I like we were kind of lazy when it came to like re, not say restocking the the cafe stuff, but like like the bakery items. But like when it came time to like, oh, this is expired, or it's going to expire today, we're gonna throw it out. And wrap it, you know, and like, oh, there's only two cookies left on this plate. We're going to go make more. Nothing. Nothing. This man did none of it. None of it. I can elaborate on that one as as an introductory way to set the stage (laughs) a little more. Um, At one point, due to an accident that had happened involving my cafe manager, which I do feel bad for him because it wasn't his fault and getting hit by a semi is never fun. Um, Although maybe deserved. (laughs) I will leave that to your guys' understanding. I don't think my cafe lead deserved to get hit by a dump truck, but B definitely deserved to get hit by a semi. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't argue with that because I absolutely have had a panic attack because of that man and had to go to a hospital. So, like, you know, I remember that. Yeah. So, because he gave me such a bad panic attack that I had to go to the hospital and he didn't fucking care. So, um, so to set the stage a little, yeah, so to set the stage a little more, he was gone for about six months. And in those six months, we were already 
say our staff was probably supposed to be about 12. We had about six. Oh. And yeah, so everybody was working like doubles and like alone a lot of the time and all I that. I remember that when only one person was allowed in the cafe. <laughs> Yeah, well, that came that came later, but there was a point where we just had about six people working there, and in the first month that he was gone, five of them quit. So the cafe's experienced staff was me. It was just me. The other people that were in there were the booksellers who had a little bit of cafe experience, and that was it. Uh I... There are two positions above my own position, which is cafe lead and, and cafe manager. And my we didn't have a cafe lead and the manager was the one that was gone. And so for about six months, the cafe was me. Uh, and I, I'd been working there for like a couple years at that point, but um, I made minimum wage and they expected absolutely everything to go through me. The ordering, the inventory. The she's doing cafe the- manager job at minimum minimum wage minimum wage for several months and at this point we went through a change in uh store manager and our previous store manager was psychotic just psychotic she used to stand on the other side of the espresso machines and like peek out and watch you <laughs> from around the espresso machines or she would stand like in the shelves and just stand there and like watch you it was Why? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like because she wanted to catch you doing something you weren't supposed to be doing. The problem is, is that go do your own goddamn job. Oh no, she never left the office unless it was to watch you, and that was the only two things that she did. Watch. Yeah, like a real creepy stalker person, she just liked to watch you. And then the problem with not having any cafe staff is the fact that none of the managers know how to be a barista at all. So the Uh experienced baristas in the store, me. And the former cafe lead who hasn't been in the cafe in about 15 years who works in the different department. <laughs> That's it. So the time comes and we have to start hiring people, obviously. They have me interview them. I've never interviewed somebody in my life. <laughs> so they're just like, we don't know what you need. Do you know what you need? And I'm like, yeah, I need fucking people. <laughs> like, just what the fuck? I need bodies and, and brains. Thank you. Yeah. So they're like, well, we need you to interview these people. And I'm like, okay, sure. I, again, I am not cafe lead and I am not cafe manager. And then around the time when we're interviewing people and we're starting to hire people and we hired three or four people, um, that all of which that I interviewed and then all of which I trained myself. Mm-hmm. And I spent that time, like when I wasn't at work, I wrote a bunch of training, like manuals and instructions and everything. Cause we didn't have any. There were no instructions. There was no yep. nothing. Like all of our menus Florida. and like our drink recipes are in shorthand. So like <laughs> unless you understand the shorthand, you can't read it. Mm-mm. So it was. We had a yeah. binder. We had an actual binder at the at the Pennsylvania we one. At the we didn't yeah. have a binder. We no. had a menu binder, like so you had like the recipes and everything like that. But we didn't have a binder of like the instructions that the way we did in Pennsylvania. Like there was actually like health code stuff and things mm-hmm. like that um none of which was followed in castles and poor people none of the health code things were followed at all so in these six months that it is just me um i'm hiring people i'm training people and everything and we're getting a new store manager at the same time and who still looked- making minimum wage still making minimum wage and at one point she asked me she's like so why haven't you tried for cafe lead and i laugh at her <laughs> <laughs> because the last time 
we haven't had a cafe lead in the two years that I've been here. And the last time I inquired about it, the store manager before looked at me dead in the eye and said, when we get a cafe lead, it won't be from somebody from the store. So because she fucking hated all of us. And that's what she said to me. And I told this to my new store manager. And she's like, well, that lady's not here anymore. Are you interested? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, great. You can go through the applying process and everything like that. And like, and I'm in the interview process. And I'm like, I'm the only one who works here. (laughs) Who else were you going to give it to? And she's like, but we won't. Like, like, I I get the, I get I have to do the application process for like legal reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Technical reasons. But like. You don't need to interview me. I've worked here for like the past like X amount. I am of years. already an employee. I'm the only it, one you have. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> um, we will not be conducting said interviews or talking about said promotions until my cafe manager returns. Oh, never mind. And I tried so hard to push the interviews before he got back. And I told her, like, I don't want him interviewing me because he hated my fucking guts because I didn't like him because he was an asshole and his favorite thing to do was cause drama like he would go and he would tell me he's like well so and so that we work with said all these things about you and then she like he would turn around and then he would go to like one of my other barista co-workers be like well misty said all these things about you and like none of them were true and the stupid part about it is is like we talk to each other and like one day like one of my coworkers came and was like did she say these things about me and i'm like i have literally no idea what you're talking about because i didn't and i'm just like i have no idea what you're talking about and they're like yeah i didn't think so like he said you said a bunch of shit about me and then also he said a bunch of shit about you to me and i'm like great and that continued for the entire six years that i worked there you want to tell her about uh what b said to you about like uh basically you know like basically saying well you know he's a rich entitled asshole and he's like oh you don't need more money (laughs) so many of those conversations and like because he he likes to think that he has a lot of money he also likes to think he has good taste he doesn't have either of those things he lives in like a cinder block house Mm. on a like a just a shitty ass road because like and i'm just like you what but (laughs) when he got in the accident, he kept bragging about how much money he was going to get from the settlement, talking to everybody who would listen to him about the millions of dollars he was going to get from it. Um, he did not. <laughs> Just for the record, he did not. Um, but, like, they wanted to give me the cafe lead position, and I'm like, that's amazing. That's great. That's a, that's a promotion. That's more money. That was a 75-cent raise. And like, I didn't even get an additional dollar for that. And so all of the people that currently work in the cafe when he comes back are people I have trained and they fucking adore me. <laughs> and because I have been That's the sole, they, they have been the sole, like I am the only person they have interacted with at this point because everyone, and let me tell you, when I walked in that cafe on my very first day of working there, Everyone worshipped the ground this man walked on, and they thought he was the greatest gift God had ever created, and I just didn't understand Well, because he believed it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, every time, like, he and I clashed, and we clashed a lot because I couldn't stand the way he talked to me. Talked to me like I was an idiot, like I was a piece of shit, like I'd never done anything right in my entire life, and everything he was doing was also so very much a violation of every health code rule ever. (laughs) 
it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't order things from there unless I made them or I like I cooked it or I made the drink. Like absolutely not. Because anything he didn't touch with his bare hands <gasps> was likely to be expired for several years. So to set the stage of the environment of this cafe a little more, when he was gone for six months, the very first thing I did is I found one of the managers that we worked there that I know hated his guts. And I said, I'm going to go through this cafe and I'm going to throw out everything that has expired. And she's like, good, good for you. do it. And that's do what it. I did. <laughs> it took more than one shift. No. Jesus Christ. No. Yeah. This is 2017, 2018. I was pulling things out from 2012, 2015. <gasps> This man. Had he been there that long? He'd been there for over 20 years, yeah. Yeah. I was pulling things well, out from like hitting. I was pulling things out from like the year I graduated high school. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And so I take it all and like it's in huge <laughs> trash bags. And there's just trash bags everywhere. And my this manager comes back there, she's like, What did you do? And I said, There are things here that aren't even from this year. And I said, these are not things, like, I was generous, and I left, like, for the most part, things that were from this year. I said, these are things from, like, 2012, 2013, five plus years. And she's like, you're, you've got to be kidding me. And I said, no, go ahead, you can read it. And she was pulling things up, and, like, she's looking at it, and she's like, holy shit. And I said, I don't understand how we are functioning, and we get in, like, but the best part is, is we don't get health inspected. So we haven't gotten a health inspection since some of this stuff was expired in the first place. So I did a purge of this cafe. It took multiple days. And that manager was just like, yes, let's get rid of all of this. So I do all of this. I work really hard. I make training manuals and instruction manuals. And I'm I'm like, I'm doing like inventory and orders. And like, I'm like, I am in charge of this cafe. Okay. So these cafe people love me because they're all like, I think I'm like 25 ish at the time. And they're all like 18, 19, like maybe 21 at max. They're babies. And, and it's just like, and that's fine, you know, but they haven't had a lot of job experience and stuff like that. And like get like, some of them are really nervous about being a barista and everything. And our customers will yell at you. No questions asked. No, there doesn't need to be a problem. They will just yell at, you and my main rule with them was like somebody creeps you out somebody yells at you somebody does anything you don't like the first thing you do so long as i am here is you tell me i said Mm -hmm. because my favorite thing in the world to do is piss these people off (laughs) that is my number one goal somebody freaks you out somebody creeps you out somebody yells at you you let me know and that's exactly what they did because my that was my number one rule is you don't fuck with my people now they adore me for manager any day for that yeah. singular mm-hmm. sentence. Yes, you don't fuck with my people. And B has the exact opposite approach: is he will be the first one to fuck with you, and he doesn't really give a shit what the customer has to say as long as they're not saying it to him. Mm-hmm. So he comes back and he hates my guts, but he really hates the fact that I changed a lot of things to make it more functional. And then he tries and to tell me the health code. And following the health code, yeah, and that was what really got him, like, whoo, man, health code and, like, expiration dates and things like that. And, you know, like, our food license actually not being expired by several years, things like that. And so he, like, 
then he comes back and he's like, oh, they want to make you cafe lead. And he can't say anything about it because I've been running a cafe for six months without him. Mm-hmm. So against his, uh, against his efforts, I become cafe lead. And now at this point, I have made 75 cents more. <laughs> I've also slightly doomed myself into the fact that now I have to spend a lot of time with him. And which is unfortunate. Mm. So I have to spend a lot of time with this man and I hate it and he hates it. But more importantly, my people hate him. <laughs> they yes. hate him. The, I, I told them like the day before he came back and I told him like, look, I'm going to say this from a very biased point of view. <laughs> I can't stand him. I said, but I'm going to tell you these things that I'm about to tell you because you need to be aware of what's going to happen when he walks through the door. He's going to say things to you that are probably just pretty awful. Then he's going to turn around and tell you that everybody who works here is also saying things about you that are also very awful. None of that will be true. Within, by the time everybody had had their first shift with him, each one of them had come to me and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> All- for one thing they're like he hates you and i'm like yeah and he's like and then they're like and he said all of these things and like he was so and like he doesn't like anything that we do and he says oh well misty trained you so it's wrong and he's yeah. like not, not that is not an abbreviation that's a quote that's what he would tell them and it's just like well she's the one who trained you so it's wrong so we'll probably have to train all of you from scratch despite no. some of them had for like five to six months at this point like we're just gonna have to retrain you all no of you. you're not you're not doing right and they're just collectively no just <laughs> and they can't stand him and it pisses him off oh good it pisses him off is he still there yes to my knowledge did i, I have... see him probably not she would remember that i uh, wonder if she pointed him out to me i think I oh think i think you did the cafe. yes yeah like the <clears> super <throat> tall dude yeah um oh yeah i got to see him i was like Ew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I haven't seen anybody have that much hair gel in their hair since the nineties. So looks like a, a in sync boy bander like once all the hair gel in his well, hair. Really, he hasn't had another job since the nineties. So hmm. that's very true. Um, so there. this I have told you all of this to set the stage for the actual shit that happens. <laughs> I can't believe that was all set up. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great storyteller. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was the story, though. I mean, it was, no, no, it gets worse. Oh God, <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the knives and the threatening and the drunk people and the chains <laughs> and the ambulances and the bomb, and the, the bomb, the the knowing the cops by sight and name and the fire department. Oh no. this this is why i wanted you to be on this so i could see this look on your face in case you're wondering the look is absolute horror yeah so i will i will go back in time a little bit okay now i had been a barista for a year and my first month there at this barnes and noble consisted of like my very first interaction with my cafe manager was him telling me that, you know, I don't know how well this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was my first interaction with him. All right. Within my first 
two or three weeks, I discovered why Florida's fucking crazy. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. For, yeah, I wasn't really prepared for Florida to be, to be this crazy, but it was. <laughs> so one of my first, like, first month of, of my shifts and I walking back from lunch from the break room and you have to walk by the magazine department and in our mm-hmm. magazine department are this store and this location of uh castles and poor people is over 20 years old like it's mm-hmm. just super fucking old and you can tell because they pretty much have all of the original things in it, including the carpeting but also the benches uh, oh. the benches in the magazine section are wooden and they are brown mm-hmm. mostly mm-hmm. where on the top where people sit it is no longer brown it's black because it is dirty it is very very dirty it is so dirty you don't sit on it because this wood that is brown is black and it just shouldn't be so i'm walking through and i'm like putting my name tag on because i'm going back to the cafe and like i'm getting ready like to you know go back to my shift and all that and there's this guy and there's an, he's an old guy and he's sitting there it's very like heavy set he's got one prosthetic leg that's very oh. important okay so he's sitting there and he waves me over like he needs help. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just, you know, hi. And I was standing probably three or four feet from him. And I, and he's like, could you come here? And I, and I, you know, politely. And I said, sure. And I said, what can I do for you? And he says, watch this. No. And he, ta- he takes out a knife. And, and I immediately take like several steps back. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't. I was freaked out, but not super concerned because I'm like, I'm pretty just sure I can outrun him. Like if he comes at me, <laughs> but, but he takes out a knife and I'm like, okay, sure. So he takes out a knife and he's like, watch this. And, and I'm like, um, okay. So the guy's sitting on the bench and he takes out the knife and he scrapes the knife on the black part of the bench to gri- like to take some of the goo and like <gasps> just build up and like <laughs> and just like scrape some of it off, which is gross. But it's a twenty-year-old bench, not really surprising. Now this is where it gets weird. He looks at me and he said, "If a young lady in a white skirt and no underwear was to sit on this bench, it would not be good for her." Why are you thinking about that? And I'm just like, what? What? And, and I'm just like taking steps back at this point. And I'm just like, <laughs> you should. And I'm just like, um, um, and, and I just told him, he's like, well, the benches are, they're very old and we don't replace them. And I just turned around and walked away and I went back to the cafe and <laughs> I stayed. work in the cafe, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I went into the back area of the cafe and I did dishes for an hour because I just couldn't process what had just happened. (laughs) And I just, and I like, after, like, after probably like the first like 45 minutes, like my cafe manager who was there just came back there and he's just like, what are you doing? Cause I'd been back there for like 45 minutes to an hour. And I told the creepy goopy man. And I said, I'm just going to stay here for a little while. And he didn't even question it. And he's like, cool. (laughs) And like my next shift I had with like, uh, a cafe lead at uh, we eventually had a cafe lead at some point that wasn't me uh she lasted six months before she was like fucking i can't do this anymore um but i told her what happened and she's like you're you're joking right and i said no 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 he pulled out a knife scraped it on a bench and then um said that yeah and she was horrified 
and didn't know what to do with that, mostly because it was like her second week in the store. Did she also spend the next hour doing dishes to process? Uh, no, but she did tell me I had to like tell her if I ever saw the guy again. And I'm like, (laughs) sure. I have thankfully never seen that man again. All right. A panic button should be installed (laughs) in the uh, cafe. Separate from like the actual, like, we're being robbed. We're being robbed panic button, but like just a regular button, (laughs) regular button. Regular button. Um, That was my first month at that store. It gets worse from there. I already don't know how you lasted six years. I mean, that's very fair, but it was out of absolute necessity for a paycheck that and like a schedule that met the flexibility I needed while going to school. So that was the that was I asked her a lot. I'm like, why don't you go somewhere else? And it would always come down to they can work around my school schedule. That's yeah, because Every semester I had to have like different days and times off and they of course, yeah. were mostly staffed by college kids. So they just did that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to really find this kind of flexibility anywhere else. So yeah. that's what I did. So Aaron, if you'd like to tell your next work horror story. Okay. So this, yes. this was, again, it's going to be kind of an all encompassing, like of my experience. Now was this, this also at the insurance company? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so the person that I will refer to from here on out as the Karen was the, (laughs) I mean, and she'd tell you, everyone at the fucking office would tell you that she was the number one seller of insurance. Oh my God, her. Yes, her. Oh God. So number uh, in like, she was number one on the West coast, like in definitely in the top 10 in the whole company, the highest ranked woman, Blah blah blah. Corner office. Um, entitlement. Entitlement. Entitlements. Like, I mean, from the time I started, she was and a you fucking were there for nightmare. How long? Two years. Uh, two and a half years. Now, granted, pandemic. I was only in the office for a year. Right. But she was. She managed to pack in a lot, uh, just on her own. She managed to get to you. Almost. The I mean, she was the first person to make me cry. Oh, it's that bitch. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I mean, the, so I started in my position. I didn't actually start on the team with the training. I started up in the front office. So yeah, I was answering. Interceptions. Yeah, interception. Yeah. I was, you know, answering phone calls, all that good stuff, which is its own perfect nightmare. I never wanted the interceptions ever again. No, but I did have my own office. That was kind of like where I could, I was allowed to shut the door See, occasionally. If I, if, if any of my old jobs where they had me, on the phone, especially, I, mm-hmm. I need to write that down. Yeah. I need to write that down. That was my other story. We'll get to that. There you go. Continue. Anyway, so she was, um, and I, I will say that she was the nicest person to her clients, of course, because she wanted to, you know, make money. Um, yeah. But she was awful to the staff. Awful. And so, uh, so part of my thing was that if any packages arrived, I would bring them back. Okay. I mean, this is in my first week or two. Um, and so she had, she got these two big boxes and I'm like carrying them. I mean, one of them had to be 30 pounds. So I carry it back to her office and I knock on the door and I go package or something. Oh, also my job was to open any packages okay. that were delivered there for regulation rules, just in case there was any live checks or any, anything. And I said something about, Oh, 
got got a shipment of binders here mm-hmm. for you. And she gives me the dirtiest look and she goes, give that to Stacy next door. Okay. I mean, like, it wasn't like, hi, thank you. It was just give that to Stacy next door, which was her assistant. And no one had told me, put all of Karen's stuff, the Karen stuff in um, Stacy's office. Right. And it's like, okay. All right. I mean, but she was like so aggressive and like, and her office was kitty corner to my boss's. So I was convinced that my boss heard this whole thing. Yeah. Um, of course, she didn't uh, interact with me at all. But like, so I went back to the mail room and I was like, try, I was trying to brush it off. Right. Mm-hmm. I like, but again, it's, I'm new. They've already emphasized who she is in the organization right. that she's all powerful and you don't fuck with her. And us being us at that time, we're just like, please don't yell at me. Yeah. I, I will mean, cry. I, I now will still like, cry. Still, I will still cry. But and then now, I'll punch you in the face. Yeah. N- n- now the crying is fueled <laughs> with violence. Yes. And, uh, and only slightly tempered by, uh, antidepressants. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I was in the mailroom no and excuse. I was trying to brush it off and I'm like, get it together. You're an adult. You don't need to be crying about this. And I'm like, and then, um, one of the other staff members who she's very awesome. And I do miss her. She comes in and she goes, I heard that whole thing. That was entirely inappropriate of her to do. Like someone's on my team. Yeah. (laughs) And, and so of course, when she comes in and says that to me and validates that I was not blowing it out of proportion in my anxiety riddled mind, then that's when I cried. Right. It's like, <laughs> I feel so sick. And I'm like, thank, first of all, thank you for coming in and doing that. Okay, so that that was my first real interaction with the Karen. Then, Fun. Mm-hmm. Then um, the next interaction that really just kind of set the, and she was very loud, and <laughs> your mom is staring at me. <laughs> oh, she, she wants to give us cake. Ooh. And then, um, yeah, so then the next thing was um, she was very loud, and we, in the reception area, we had glass walls and tiled floors. So everything okay. echoed. No okay. matter like no matter if you were speaking at a normal volume, which she never did. She <laughs> always was as I mean, this woman had just a fucking foghorn of a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and no chill about using it. <laughs> so she like if she wanted me, she'd be like, Aaron, Aaron. And I'm like, first of all, that's nice that you know my name, but shut the fuck up. (laughs) And, um, but like, and it was always menial stuff. It was, you know, like someone's here to deliver a package that actually she did get me in trouble because I was in the mail room, which was literally around a doorway from the reception area because someone had been waiting there for two minutes and had not rung my little bell. I I had a bell. Lily ring bell for instance. Ring the fucking bell. No one had rung the bell. I I only had one headphone in so I could hear. Right. Yeah. And this person probably had been waiting for a minute max. And I was in, I was actually in the mail room doing the other part of my job, right? And she come and and the Karen comes in and stomps in and she's she was a very tall woman. Mm-hmm. And I, not fat or anything, but no, she's said just, tall, so I'm assuming it's a lot of gravity. But it's a lot, yeah, down. so it's a you know like she just was a you know a presence we will say and she comes to me and she's like there's someone waiting it's a client and i'm like 
Okay, they didn't ring the bell. Okay, but you don't argue, right? You don't say they didn't ring the bell. You just go, okay, I'll go out there. So I slam everything down, obviously rip out my head. I don't go out with the headphones on. Right. And I go and I help this person and I call whoever they were supposed to meet with. And I'm like, your clients here, blah, 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 blah. I go back to the mailroom. And in this time, she has gone to my manager to say that I did not help this person because I had my headphones in. So from then forth, I was not allowed to wear the headphones in the mailroom where they couldn't see me. Right. Like I could understand it in the front office where I could be seen. Yeah. But I was in a back area. Yeah. So that was that. Then, so, and she does all of this at volume, right? Of course she does. So I'm sure that this echoed down the hallways and like me being berated. Then another thing that she did, and this was not directly to me. I just was collateral hearing because I couldn't do anything but. Um, And that, so one of our other staff people, she was in a different department than me. Um, It was her birthday and Mm -hmm. she got flowers delivered. So, and it was this magnificent bouquet. I mean, it was tall, right? So it was really impressive. And anybody that was walking by was like, oh, who's that for? And I'm like, it's for, you know, Katie. And Kate, you know, Katie, I don't have a problem with Katie. That's not the thing here. But like, (laughs) um, and so Katie finally comes out, but then the Karen walks by and she, (laughs) and she's like, whoa, you guys making babies tonight? What? Because oh. it was from her husband. Jesus it Christ. was from Katie's husband. And Katie's just going, uh, uh. And again, this is in that marble thing where everything echoes. I mean, and I'm just going. And there was a whole ass client coming in the door when she oh, said that. No. And, oh, my but, God. But I missed, the, my, I missed my little dog bell. <laughs> and I got in trouble. But she can be out there saying that shit about making That's babies. disgusting. It is. And but no one would say anything to her because she was the shit and blah blah and she makes so much. I mean, she was making a million a year in sales. Oh, you know she, who we needed to come in to tell just one story? Mm, Jeannie. Yeah. Just to tell one story about that crazy ass lady who they caught doing fraud. Oh, goody. No, Karen was actually on the up and up, but um uh, like even like even my boss would not go toe to toe with her. They shared an air conditioning system. Like they had their vent was on the same uh, thermostat. Yeah. And I swear, like two or three times a week while I was in reception, I'd get a request from uh, my boss. Um, Karen is too hot. Karen is too cold. <laughs> Call maintenance and have them come because we couldn't just change our own thermostats. We had to like bring in maintenance to the building to get them to do it. Yeah, you need walkie talkies in that office, and all you would hear is Goldilocks needs her air conditioning change. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I talk. I mean, seriously, two or three times a week. God damn. And that's then, insane. Yeah, and like, at some point, just install a thermostat. Yeah, it was in it was in my boss's room. Um, so and and my boss would just never argue. It's like it's 110 degrees in Woodland Hills. Leave the fucking air conditioning alone. But it's she would never 73. argue. Leave it alone. Wear a sweater. Like if you're like, <laughs> no if, shit. You're, if your office gets cold, wear a sweater. Bring and they both. I literally, in the office that where I'm working at now, we haven't been in there in two years, but my desk still has my Kylo Ren blanket <laughs> on my chair. Like I took a blanket to work because it would get cold. And uh, yeah, for sure. 
But no. And anything that the Karen wanted, the Karen got. And then, okay, so long after I graduated from reception, thank God. Oh, because I had to clean the dishes and... Oh God! The what? dishwasher and make yeah, sure that's the coffee. Job. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, I'm so much smarter than this, but thank you. Um, not that reception should be shit on. It just it was the way I was treated up there oh, was yeah. too awful. That whole place, that and the place that I was temping at, where I met Jeannie. That place, mm-hmm. those places are just terrible places to work at. And so this is this is kind of the icing on the cake. Is I was no longer the receptionist. I don't remember if at the time, I think we must have been between receptionists. So, because oh, you were going back and forth, weren't you? Uh huh. When the, when my little bell would ring, I had to jump up from my desk in the back. I mean, I had to walk over a hundred feet from my desk to the reception area. That's insane. And answer this bell. That was their that was their solution while we did not have a receptionist. And when they did get a new receptionist, she was mid forties, didn't know how to use a computer. Hmm. Oh no, yeah, that was that she didn't know how to copy paste. It was it was really bad. Um and she was really Christian and she had a lot of problems and you know, but God take the wheel. Okay. Um <laughs> But anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm like doing my literal day-to-day job. I don't think I was actually meeting with one of the re- other reps, but the Karen comes stomping back to Overby and she goes, "Aaron, I just broke a plate in the kitchen." And hey. I'm like, for you i'm like i'm sorry because i'm a compulsive apologizer and um she and she's like do you know where the broom is no i do not (laughs) uh also just why i mean i'm like i'm pretty sure it's behind the fridge but why couldn't you grab it and i i had to go clean it up i had to go get the dustpan and the broom and pick up the plate she dropped. She Now, in, no. in a slight, it's not even defense, it's in truth, she did pick up the largest pieces, but I had to do the actual, like, sweeping up of the small pieces. God forbid she gets on her hands and knees and does some actual grunt work. No. No. <laughs> oh, fuck this And one. I'm just like, ugh. And, but mercifully, mercifully, when we, when the world got COVID, I never had to see her again. I, and I have not seen her to this day. Yay! So it has a happy ending, folks. There you go. As long as you don't have to see that shit again. Mm-hmm. But they were all kind of like that at that place. All right. That's you... Fun. I'll go to New Orleans. Um. So while I was in New Orleans, I did. I was there from January to June. So I did get to experience Mardi Gras. The unofficial week of Mardi Gras and the official week of Mardi Gras. And I got to work on Fat Tuesday. At around 9 or 10, the band that we had, because we have a band, the same band that played every day, the same songs, same sets, every day. No, thank you. They didn't even put it on shuffle? No. Oh, my God. Just, yeah, Steamboat Willie Ah. would just play the same shit over and over and over again. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He played the trumpet. Um, so I got to work on Mardi Gras, like I said, around nine or ten. The band is done. My my manager comes over and he's like, "We're gonna put on like regular music now or whatever, just like whatever's popping." So he takes my iPod and just plugs it in. He's like, "There you go." The first song that came up on shuffle was Rihanna. I'm like, all right, because this fits the Mardi Gras night. All right. So part of my job as being a barista here, was to clean out the bathrooms. Ew. 
On Mardi Gras. On Mardi Gras. Oh. oh, I'm so glad that was never a part of my barista job. Mm-mm. Nope. In, like, the, the, what, the other girl that I was working with, she got the girl's bathroom, and I got the men's bathroom. Ew. There's just piss in all the urinals. I found someone's boxer shorts in the toilet. What happened to that I man? Don't, I don't know. You can only hope they were lost in pleasurable circumstances. I don't know. And I saw it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to clean this damn bathroom because like, there's no cleaning this. I need I'm to be in here burning down. I need a hazmat suit for this. this the, my gloves and my one trash and bag are pay. not going to be enough. No, you just once, no. Yeah. Burn it, burn it. I know. So once we're finally done, like we close up shops, we close up the uh, the cafe and the park and everything. It's midnight. Everyone's walking down Bourbon Street. Also, it is jam packed with bodies. Everyone's drunk. The ground. I'm glad you clarified that, like, it was drunk people bodies. Uh huh. <laughs> Not like dead bodies dead in the body. streets. No, it's New Orleans. Who knows? I mean, it is New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. That was my thought. I was like, oh. no, there were drunk bodies just ambling around. <laughs> the floor, the ground is covered with alcohol, piss, vomit, and horseshit, and and beads. Lots, lots of beads. All of this sounds like a <laughs> chance to fall. Oh, I slipped many times. <laughs> Trying to walk the other direction to get back to Canal Street to walk down Canal and get to my bus, which luckily was running late because it was Mardi Gras. Mm. Otherwise, I have to get a taxi. Um, down by the Moonwalk or by down like the Riverwalk? Yeah, Riverwalk. Uh, yes. Okay. I have a clarifying question I'd like uh -huh. to ask. When you say you slipped, did you like fall? No, like, I literally did not. I lost my balance. She didn't come home with hepatitis. Literally, heart dropping out of my ass. Like I'm about to go head first into this pile of I don't know what this is. It's head first or hands first, you know, just like. Uh, uh. <laughs> And then you would have to touch it. And, and I just be, you see me just flailing to not fall. And everyone's like, hey, I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. Don't look at me. You're drunk. Leave me alone so I can get out of here. I just want to go to my stupid twin XL bed in my dorm room. Like, twin XL. <laughs> no. You wonder why I never want to go to New Orleans. This is why. This is just Mardi Gras. Uh, in the off season, it is okay. It is. It is nice. <laughs> now, this isn't. This is. This isn't a horror story. But no, that street is a horror story on Bourbon its own. Street is a shit show. Mm -hmm. Once the light, once the sun goes down mm -hmm. and the bars open up, it's a fucking shit show. Like, um, look, that you walking on that street. That's a like at night with all that stuff on it. That's a horror story. If you'd have fallen, that would have been your obituary. Yeah, that would. So, like, I'm, like, I'm not living out. I know, this. and and your ghost outfit would be covered in vomit and shit and and beads. Yeah, this is true. Your ghost outfit. Now, I'll finish up New Orleans experiences with this. There were two things. Uh, sorry, three. One was one of the, the okay, the Paul, the the guy that played the stand up bass or the cello, whatever the fuck you want to call it, stand up bass mm -hmm. in the band. He would always come in with a styrofoam cup and he just wants to fill it with soda. So he would. Okay. One day, I was not paying attention. He gave me this cup and I dumped out what was in it thinking it was melted ice. 
No. I dumped out the men's vodka. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I am so sorry. Party foul. I'm so sorry. He's like, ah, fuck. I'm like, if they're like, go to the bar, tell them I fucked up, take it out of my check. I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was ice. Anyway, he was a champ about it. He got, to, like, he was... He was so excited to meet my mom when she came to pick me up <laughs> that he did like every break they had in the band, he would go to sit down with my mom at the, at her table and just talk to her about how amazing I was. I'm like, all right. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, I did tell a customer who had just gone into town because um, we also sell you know sold food that like red beans and rice and besides beignets and coffee, I don't remember what else we sold, but uh, you know. Jambalaya and whatever. Simpler stuff. Simpler things. But this guy came in and he's like, what's good here? And I'm like, okay, sir, do you want, like, like, first of all, how hungry are you? Second second of all, do you want, like, real, authentic, you're down in NOLA, like, New Orleans soul food? Or just, I'm hungry, I need something to, like, just pass the time and I'm going to move on. He said, no, I'm like, I'm hungry, I want to eat something nice from this, from this, and I go somewhere else. I literally <laughs> told him, go somewhere else. Like, if you want, like, if you want good beignets that are mm-hmm. huge and fresh, we got you covered. Yeah. And on the coffee, like, you want good coffee, you go to Cafe Olay. Their beignets suck because they're just sitting out there for, you know, the tons of customers coming in. But our Cafe Olay is nice. Our, ca- our coffee, eh. Beignets, great. Food, go somewhere else. He gave me a $20 tip and left. <laughs> hey. <Yeah. laughs> all right, all right. That's mm-hmm. Look, tips as a barista are hard to come by. $20 tips are just like a unicorn. Yep. I'm like, I'm gonna take that and pocket it, not putting it in the tip jar. That is all mine. Fuck yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Yep. That was one thing about working at Castles and Four People is we didn't really share tips very much. Yeah. So. We didn't really have to, so. All most right. of the and time, you just, yeah, like, well, most of the time you just got to a point you're just working by yourself anyway, so that it just belonged to you anyway, so. Well, the thing, like, that, you got, the thing that yeah. was annoying where I was working at, we had to split the tips with the kitchen crew. Hmm. And I'm like, the kitchen crew isn't out here dealing with these people! Yeah. Customer service people should always be the people that make the most money. Like, no <laughs> yeah. matter what it is, they should always just be the ones that make the most money. Right? Now, this last story is not in New Orleans, but it does involve the cafe, so it is when I was in you know, the planetary deer in Philly. Okay. I had a lady come in. This is like towards the end of the shift, right? So yeah. I, we're done at what? 9.45, 10? Yeah. She comes in at like 8.30. Mm. She's like, hi, I'd like to order a hot grande ch- uh, chai. I remember this lady. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. Any specifications? Before I even ask, she's hot. just like, she's like, oh, I want 16 pumps of chai and extra hot soy milk. That's disgusting. I looked at this lady like, as I'm like, I'm literally pumping the chai into the grande cup. It is three quarters of the way full. Not even. It's like, it's like three and a half quarters of the way full. There's like maybe a knuckle space deep for like her milk. Um, as I'm pumping and I'm looking at the lady, I'm like. I'm pretty sure I said this out loud. Whether or not she heard me, I don't know. But I'm like, <laughs> do you want to just get the carton of chai behind you and drink right out of that? Because it'll be cheaper <laughs> than what you're ordering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I make chai, I'm supposed to put water in there to dilute the, the solution. Yep. It is a chai solution. You're supposed to dilute yep. it. I'm so, like, there's no room for the water 
and there's no room for your soy milk. There's literally a knuckles worth of soy milk that I put in the, that I had under the, the wand to steam it for like five seconds. Cause it just went, it said no. And I'm just like, here's your 16 pump chai with extra hot soy, a dollop of soy milk. She's like, thanks, bye. I'm like, Ugh, please never come that back. That sounds disgusting. And for anyone who doesn't know, chai doesn't, like the chai concentrate isn't hot. It's just room temperature because it's just sitting there. It, that just imagine holding a cup in your hands and it's all chai concentrate except for like the littlest like tablespoon of milk and just drinking that and that's disgusting. It was probably the worst request I've ever had and to you make know coffee. She goes to different planetary deers all around and asks that and probably gets probably the same, same look that I gave her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she still confidently owns owns it and buys it and like literally if she had just did you walked actually around, see her drink it? Yes, because she literally took she turned around, took a sip, and walked away. And I just went, I need water. Like I need like a gallon of water after seeing that. No, absolutely not. That was because like I've had people order some weird shit, but like in like I've had people order just like a bunch of chai so that they could then go home and make their own chais, you know. And like, that's fair. That's valid. And that's good. But to just order that much <laughs> of a like a syrup concentrate and to just drink it straight is disgusting. <clears throat> the amount of caffeine alone in that would just like knock you around, but just it, that's disgusting. And it's and it's and it's just room temperature. It's just room temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's disgusting. That's terrible. I have no more stories from Planetary Deer, other than a fun one that you and I got to do and scare some of the book floor people, like Sandy. Did we scare book floor people? Well, okay, it was, we were, we were um, cleaning out all the expired syrups and we found it was either strawberry or raspberry. It was sloping. And we're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. The dinosaur noise indicates this is a good story. <laughs> we're like, hang on, let's make let's let's make this a keeper of a memory. For context, <laughs> this syrup is just bright red. So uh, red. Raspberry syrup is just bright freaking red, and it stains. <laughs> so I literally said, Missy, put your hand over the sink. Mm-hmm. So she did, and I just. <laughs> poured that syrup from like a good angle above her hand onto her hand and it like it's it, you know like blood splatter on uh-huh. the like the, the it's back everywhere of the oh, it's all over my hand my arm the sink like in the sink it's everywhere picture and i posted it and i said 911 cafe emergency what is the girl <laughs> in the book floor she's upstairs in the children's section she comes running down. She's like, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, what? What happened? She's like, who? Blood. So much blood. I'm like, oh, you mean the syrup? <laughs> there was no context in that post. It was just that image in, like, <laughs> on his nightmare of a <laughs> Oh my God. I had so much fun doing that. Honestly, oh. it still pops up in, like, my Facebook memories. It's mm-hmm. like seven years ago. You did, like, you're like, you'll, you'll yeah. post it the next time you see it. I want to see this. Oh, I can find it. Okay. Oh, yeah, because she definitely still has the image. I think I have the image somewhere, too, because that was, yeah. It was, it looks so realistic. It was just like, yeah, I can understand why that lady freaked out. Because, like, yeah, oh, great. it just looks like I lost a whole hand. 
Oh my so god. So fucking great. Oh yeah, it was oh, it was it was something special. <laughs> All right. That is the rest of my retail. You can continue on that note. And once we get back around, I have, it's not an office store. I'll save that one for later, but I have one that's just going to make y'all go, (laughs) I love that noise. (laughs) Well, that kind of turns me on. All right. That should be. All right. I will start this round with one of my only uh, Pennsylvania stories. Um, Worked at a nice you know, a nice store, a lot of old people for regulars and everything. Most of them were pretty chill. Some of them were kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Except for one guy. Oh, he was really weird. Is this, um, is this the racist he, one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this guy is, he looks older than any mummy ever found in Egypt. <laughs> he yep. looks truly awful. And he likes to come in and he likes to order tea. And one of the like ways that they teach you to make tea in mugs, because he only wanted it in a mug and it had to be in a mug and it had to be his mug. And that was it just very specific tea instructions for his hot tea. Like which he brought his own mug or Yeah, he would bring his own like mug Mm -hmm. or thermos or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we put it, it like if it wasn't in his thermos, it was in a mug with like an actual handle and the thing that they teach you at planetary deer is when you have the little uh string and it has this little tab on the end of it mm-hmm. that tells you what kind of tea it is you loop it around the handle just just one little loop mm-hmm. and uh so it doesn't the whole bag just right. doesn't fall yeah. into the into the tea which is fine and in all honesty very helpful mm-hmm. so he orders this tea from me it is literally just me and it's my other one of my other co-workers for the record both me and my other co-worker very white very very white both white okay this is important because mel i make yeah yeah mel was the other one there and she was our cafe manager um she's tiny so it's just me she's very tiny she's just me and my cafe manager and so i make this dude's his tea and i did the little the loop with the string over the handle so it doesn't fall and he gets super pissed he comes back the world is ending like like the whole world had just ended and he's like i can't get this string undone and no 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 and he's like why do you guys keep doing this and like no 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 literally you so, do so oh. mad that this string was looped over the handle so that it wouldn't fall in and and you literally just apply an ounce of pressure and that thing will snap or if just, it was older than the oldest mummy he would <laughs> dusty he or you could just flip it over like it's you know just that that too. That too. It's not that it's just not that complicated and so like my he's freaking out to the point that my cafe manager walks up and she's like sir it's just the way that we do it we just do it so that you know we don't touch the tea bag itself and we don't get like our hands in your tea and, and anything like that and no, he's sanitary like, yeah like for sanitary purposes he's like well, this it's is better than completely me. rational oh absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like so, and and she's like, I can undo it for you, and he's like, Well, I'd rather you have your hands in my tea than those damn Armenians. What? Just out of fucking nowhere, and I'm just like, I wish I was there for this. Specifically and, Armenians. Yeah, specifically yes. my people. And yeah. just only Probably Ar- to you. The no, only people he mentioned, 
is the is Armenians, and I'm just like, and I'm just, and I and I know that, that like that Ani's Armenian, and I'm just like, she, I'm like, she's not here. <laughs> like, it's just me and Will, and we're both very white, and I'm just like, why, what? And I'm just staring at him, and my cafe manager is just staring at him, like, what? What the fuck? Where did this come from? By the way, this is the same regular that went to graffiti tag the local high school with high schoolers. Yes, yes, he did. He graffitied a high school with local high schoolers, got arrested and thrown in jail. And when they asked him why he did it, he said because he didn't like the high school. He was in jail for a year. At a thousand and five years old? <laughs> yes. And like... <laughs> Like, that's why eventually he quit coming to the store because he was just in jail. But, like, in that day when he says this, and I'm just staring at him, and Mel is just staring at him, and just, like, it's just, like, not registering what he's saying. And I'm just staring at him. He turns around and takes his seat and is just yelling and cursing and swearing as he walks around the cafe before he picks a table. And we're just staring at him, like, what, I, what, what the fuck do you do with that? And I'm just, like... And I remember, like, talking to Mel, and I'm just like, has he said things like that before? And she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and I remember telling Ani about it, because I'm like, I, I want her to know this, because if he comes up to her with, like, and says anything. With just hate against yeah, me, I'll be like, what did I and do? Racism. And, oh, like, I exist. I even, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I exist. I don't even know if he knew you were Armenian or not. And I'm just like, I, but I'm like, I was thinking about it like as like he's like walking around the cafe and just screaming like i have to make sure i tell her because this guy could be dangerous and violent and because he's already loud and crazy and mm -hmm. just screaming as he walks around but it didn't really matter because not long after that he got arrested and thrown in jail for graffitiing a high school with some high schoolers there was another regular who was harmless but he would pee on all the couches yeah, we didn't have any like soft what? furniture. <laughs> yeah, Wait, we that's didn't not have harmless. That like, is a he, health hazard. Health hazard, yes, but like he wasn't yes. like coming at me like I hate your people, I hate your kind, or like with a knife. Yeah, it was okay. just more like I'm here for my iced coffee. We'll go sit down on a nice couch, and then it'd be like, why? Yeah, we didn't have any like plush furniture with like like any kind of cushion or anything with it because of that man and only because of that man everything else was hard metal and steel no wood like just metal and yeah because it was, it was i mean couldn't he be arrested for dropping trow in a public place and <laughs> he wouldn't drop oh, no, right through his right through pants. Pants. <laughs> yeah right through everything just sit yeah. down and just let it up let it go yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a jackass stunt? <laughs> no, it was a He, he was also ancient. So. He was also ancient. Aww. Heavy set ancient. Like I wanna say like late forties. Okay, late forties is not ancient. No, 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 no. not. No, I I don't know if we're thinking about the same person because oh, the guy not? who was doing that was super thin and it leased his mix. No, I'm thinking of somebody else because I'm thinking of someone who was super big. No, this guy was okay. really tall, but he was very thin, and he was at okay. least in his sixties. Different person, but I, yeah, I, I never met this one. I never met this one that that did the peeing. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure he did because he had dark hair. He always sat by himself, like those people who played chess. He was always sitting like not too far from them, but not like in talking to them once in a while. But uh, I, I feel like you've seen him. He always ordered like a tall coffee or something like that, but. Honestly, I don't remember his name or anything like that. So I don't remember him at all. Like, I think, like, in my head, I've I'm blocked out most else. of else. 
I blocked out most of those people just who weren't there. Down so. and took a pee on yeah, the just couch. sat there and just and would just sit in it. And would yeah, just, he just sit did in it. it. He wouldn't pee and walk away. He'd pee and sit there. And then like walk around a little bit. He just didn't really care. It was really disgusting. Really disgusting. That's why we didn't have any plush furniture. We just got rid of all of it. And we told him, like, look, you need to get your shit together. Because what the hell? Purchase some diapers. <laughs> yeah. Do something. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So that is, I think, all of my Pennsylvania stories. So now we can dive into more of Florida. All right. You want to oh. continue with... Uh, do you, are you going to continue with more Florida? Or do you want Aaron to go? I'll do... I'll do one. Yeah, let her. Yeah, one. Right. one Florida one. Because the last thing I was going to talk about is like literally from like my last week's there. So. Okay. All right, we'll do one of my favorite instances, mostly just because I got to be a bitch and I enjoyed it. The yeah. proposal story. Oh. So, my coworker and I are working together, and she's about my age, and I think at the time we're about. We're both about 25-ish, 24, 25-ish, or whatever. And we're both working there. And the baristas here get hit on so much. Most of us, at some point or another, owned a fake engagement ring to wear. Because you just get hit on a lot. And most of the time, it's in a really creepy, overly aggressive sexual way. And she was one of these people. And that owned one of the fake engagement rings and everything like that. And so, but like that just tells you how often this kind of stuff happened Um, at this time that she, you know, like they didn't wear it all the time, but a lot of times we would just keep it in our pocket in case like it got like really creepy or weird. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of these times that we were very busy and my coworker, I will say she's very pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but in all honesty, it doesn't fucking matter. Because it was what happened is was just creepy, and she could have been anyone, and it just wouldn't have fucking mattered because this was creepy. But because she's pretty, she gets the brunt of a lot of the creepy of people course. that come into our place. Like she's definitely gotten stalked before, mm. and so we're there, and she is on the register because we have a huge line of people, and she is on the on the register, and I am on the uh, espresso machine, like I'm making drinks, literally probably two feet from her. We're both facing out at the cafe because mm-hmm. both the, the register and the uh, espresso machines are on like the same block counter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she's about two feet from me and I'm just standing pretty much just right next to the open counter space next door. And I'm making drinks and she's taking orders or whatever. And the, just in the middle of this huge rush that we're having, this guy like is in line and he comes up to her and he orders this drink and he's just staring at her with like this super intensity of staring at her. And I'm like, and like, I'm watching him out of the corner of my eye because I'm like, that's, he's really just staring at her. So he's just looking at her and like, she finishes taking his order and he pays for it and he doesn't move and he's just staring at her. And he looks at her with this super intense look on his face. He's like, do you think if we got married in two weeks, it'd be too soon? And like, yeah, she's just kind of, yeah, for the record, neither of us have ever seen this man before in our lives. And so we're looking at him. And, like, I'm kind of looking at him in the corner of my eye, and she's just staring at him, and she just doesn't know what to say to that. And I laugh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, like, trying to play it off as a joke, so, like, maybe he'll leave. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure two weeks is, like, way too soon. And he leans forward a bit and looks at her, and he's like, no, I'm serious. Is two weeks too soon? Bruh! Yeah, and at that point, like, I All I I know is your coffee order. 
Yeah, and I'm just like, she doesn't know his name. She doesn't, she's never seen this person before, and neither have I. And, like, I stop making the drink, and I kind of lean over a little bit to, like, be, like, next to her. And I'm like, yeah, pretty sure that's uh, too soon. And then I, and I just turn to the person who's in line behind him, who's staring at this guy, like, what <laughs> And I just, like, what can I get for you? And, like, I, and this person, bless this person, because this person just steps directly up to the counter and is ready to push this dude out of the way to just starts giving their order. So the guy reluctantly has to, like, shuffle down. So I'm making orders and like, I'm watching him like out of the corner of my eye and I'm just like, just keeping an eye on him. And he's like, kind of like circling over towards the end of the counter waiting. And like, I hand him, I hand him his drink and like, I call it out and we get through the line and I'm watching him because he's just walking around in circles around the cafe doing like laps. Well, he's like doing laps around the cafe and like, then I'll do little zigzags the whole time. He is watching her the whole time and i'm watching him watch her and she notices that he's watching her because i I, like i point out to her like you know he is still here and so like it doesn't matter where but because she won't go uh out past the counter yeah Yeah, like she's not gonna go out into the dining room like absolutely not so i'm watching him watch her and it doesn't matter where she's going like behind the counter because our counter area was very thin but it was extremely long mm-hmm. and so it doesn't matter where she's going back and forth and doing well you know like what she needs to do for she work. should have just he gone into the kitchen into the dishes into the dishes and be like i'm not leaving and mm-hmm. yeah well like and she goes back there and like you know and he like kind of like just hovers a little bit and like as she's just trying to do her job mm-hmm. and i'm standing there and i'm still like finishing up some drinks or whatever and as we don't really have anyone like I watch him take the lid off of his cup and like he walks, starts walking towards us because we don't have any customers. She sees him and we have a very large bake case that it like, that has all of our baked goods. And if you Mm -hmm. stand there, it comes up past your shoulders. Mm -hmm. So it is a huge block between you and like the front of like the cafe area. And right next to that is like the lower counter where all of our registers and like the espresso Mm -hmm. machines and everything is. She immediately just walks there and like starts like ducking down. So like pretending she's messing with the case. And he beelines directly for Oh, come on. And I am already moving by the time I see him start to move. And he puts his drink on top of the the bait case because it's a flat surface on top. And he's looking, trying to look over. He's he's not quite like tall Mm. enough to see like over because she's crouched, just like actually just crouched down on the ground and not moving. Poor girl is just like, please let there be a cartoon style black hole to just swallow me yeah and like he puts his drink on the on top of the bait case and he's like i want you to put the lid back on my cup no and i'm just and i'm looking at him and i and i just immediately i just step right between where he can see her and i'm like hi can we help you and he's like i want her to put the lid back on my cup and i was like well i can do that for you if you'll give me your lid he's like no i want her to put the lid back on my cup no, and I know in the basket. I know. It's, I, well, it's, I know okay. in this moment that because he drank from it, he wants her to touch where he put his lips and where he's going to put his lips again. Because it's <gasps> it touched the, yeah. It puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. And it's just like that's so disgusting. So, but I look at him and I'm like, "You want the lid back on it?" And and I put my hand out for for the lid. And he's like, I want her to do it. And so, like, he's handing it to me, like, to give to her. And I take the cup, and I take the lid, and I put it back on. And I hand it to him. And I'm like, is there anything else we can do for you? And he's just staring at me with just so much fucking hate. And I'm just, you, and I just lean. 
Yeah, and I'm just leaning against the bank case with just the biggest shit-eating grin I can. It's like, <laughs> is there anything else I can do for you? And we just have a staring contest for a solid 30 seconds of him just trying to see if I will leave so he can get to her. And I'm like, I'm not fucking moving. And she is the entire time just crouched right there. And it's just like so that he cannot see her. And I'm just having a staring contest. And this man is so pissed. He's so pissed. And he just like, he like, and then just after about 30 seconds, he's like, no, and just takes his drink and he just storms off. And just as he gets like the boundary of where like the store becomes the, ca- like the cafe and the store become one again, he stops and he turns around because he's expecting me to have like moved or whatever. Cause he stops and he like looks and I'm just leaning against the register and I just wave, wave. Hi. <laughs> and she still hasn't moved. Cause I had just like below the register, like eye level, I've just pointed at her. Just like, just stay there, yeah. just stay there. <laughs> and he just turned and he's so pissed, but he storms out and he walks out and i look at her and i'm like just out of curiosity have you ever met that man before she's like never in my life have i seen that person before oh my god yeah honestly i will say i have played games of two truths and a lie and i've won every round (laughs) that i've had in this experience because people never expect these stories to be true now i mean i since you're obviously defender of all man womankind here um and a true hero. I'm guessing you probably walked her out after shift or Oh yeah, we leave to we leave together. Like when Good. we close okay. and stuff like that. I we mean, always we always leave together. Yeah. I mean I expect no less, but Oh yeah. But... Absolutely. Yeah. There we don't uh, as actually because of the violence that has happened at our store and in like the the shopping plaza, no one is allowed to go to their vehicle alone. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Between I mean, the robbery that's horrible that, that the is gunfire. But kudos to, I don't know if it's your management or just a, an employee sticking together thing, but that's good. Yeah, like we weren't allowed for the most part to leave with any less than two people. And if it was like two like women, especially the ones that worked in the cafe, because we were always usually younger, um, usually somebody like one of the managers would go with you. So, or at least like we had to park in a certain very specific area with a viewpoint from like the front doors to where our vehicles were so that and if we were leaving earlier than other people, they could watch. So I am horrified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really wish. Um, those... Oh, but why do you worry girls? Why? Oh yeah. Why do you worry? What's wrong? It's not like the Men same. aren't that bad. That... Why Have do you, you carry listening? mace? <laughs> yeah. So I will just add on to this because it's not one of my actual stories I have written down. But this chick, um, she did eventually move. And so she quit. And she came back to visit us one day because she just came into town. She didn't move that far. She moved a couple Mm -hmm. hours away. She came back to visit us one day. And she's there. And one of our regulars who I'd seen a lot. And he's like, I see see she's back. And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, I didn't realize like she left and like or like where she went and she's like do you know where she went and i'm like no and like it just like sent off a little red flag and i'm like no mm-hmm. no um i was like i do know that she moved because she's getting married though she wasn't and, <laughs> and i'm just like i'm just like and he's like oh and i'm like yeah you know her and her wife are really happy <laughs> and he's just kind of like looking at me but he kept like looking at her and like asking questions about her and I'm just like just deflecting with absolute lies. And one of the Mary, only moments white, in which you got no chance. Yeah, one of the only moments in which I respected my cafe manager is he and her were very good friends and they were standing by the doors to leave 
and he was talking to her and he was looking in the parking lot while he was talking to her and this same regular is sitting in his car watching her through the windows just sitting there staring at her and he wouldn't let her leave he's like no don't don't leave until he leaves and then he's like and then we'll walk you to your car and he did and so it's the only time i had respect for him but he he absolutely told her it's like you can't leave not right now not with that because like he's like it wouldn't have been a big deal except for the fact that they were standing there for like more than 15 minutes and this guy was there the whole time (laughs) and it's just like no he's been there the whole time we've been talking watching you it's like absolutely not God, so hate people. yeah yeah um a lot of my stories involve some kind of harassment actually it's so i i think fun. you've listed off several things that definitely yeah. charges could have been filed oh there's yeah. more oh yeah there's so many more <laughs> some of them, not all of them are those types of stories like the bomb and like the stealing and the drunkenness you know but like yeah yeah all right, so I guess that's me. That is yep. you. All right, so this kind of is my wrap up on it uh, because that uh, my job at the insurance company put me in therapy um, because I was so stressed um, all the time. Um, I was having imaginary arguments every night as I was trying to go to bed. I mean, I was having imaginary arguments all day long in the shower, whatever. Hmm. Um, just rage. I mean, and like I was having fits of crying uh, during the day, uh, me and my bestie at work, uh, Lene would <laughs> trade crying fits um, because of just the shit these people piled on us at all times. Um, therapy, medication. I started getting massages regularly because my like I carry all my stress in my shoulders mm-hmm. and just I, I was full on mess. Um, so then um, an angel from heaven from a past job uh, said, hey, I got this new that I've got this gig at my job. I think you'd be a great fit. I fucking jumped on that application. Yeah. And, and we are seven months out. Um, and yeah, we're going strong, going strong. My life is completely different. Um, but so Good. in, <laughs> in the last two weeks, because I am a fucking schmoo and I <laughs> was like, yeah, I'm going to give them two weeks. Like I, I asked my new employers to give my old t- employer two weeks of my time of my life to help them out. Um, yeah. Like you, um, I took the time, I mean, hours and hours, uh, writing manuals on how to do the simplest of things that I did. Mm. Um, I spent, I trained cause we, we had hired a couple of new people right before I left. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was training them to do the job uh, uh, in coordination with these manuals. I must have wrote five. I mean, on basic things that we were doing. I mean, and I, I even took the time not only to write it step by step, but I was doing screenshots with like circling things and like, this yep. is what I'm talking about, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then just like so simple, you're teaching a baby ABCs. Yes. I, and it's some of it, like when you're coming in cold, I can understand, you know, not understanding all the systems, but, but I'm pretty sure these manuals were for my boss. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Um, cause she had no clue. So I'm putting in all this effort. And of course, um, so my, at, at the time I left my unofficial position was, I mean, I was obviously a financial planning assistant. That was my main title, but I was also the, um, 
uh, workflow manager. That was which, your title. That's right. Which is a fancy way of saying I divvied up the emails and I assigned <laughs> things to people. I had All a right. job where they, it was, a, it was another translation company. It was in Philly and it, they interviewed me as proofreader. I apparently didn't get it right, even though I am an English bachelor's degree and a master's in publishing. I was not qualified to be a proofreader. <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 made a position for me, and they called it the save and sender, which is basically workflow manager. Mm-hmm. I would get emails from clients that I had to divvy up between the manager, the project teams, and then I would have to send out to clients from from project managers that on um, projects that were done. Yeah. That's so weird. They uh, called me the save and sender. Great. That is so weird. The, the uh, worst the- job title. <laughs> yeah, that's well, actually I might be able to do you one better. Cause the person who was receptionist after me, I don't know if someone gave her this title again, she did not know how to use the computer at all. She, I mean, she broke this computer within three weeks. Oh my God. I mean, it was, it, she bricked it. <laughs> in three weeks anyway How? um i please god i don't know i don't know um i don't know if someone gave her this title because she was stupid or if she made it up because she was stupid but i don't i think these words were too hard for her in her i one day i noticed in her email signature it suddenly said director of first impressions what yeah director of first impressions she was the receptionist you're not directing anything. No. So I that's why I'm saying is I don't know if they like gave her a pity title <laughs> or if she came up with this on her own. But again, I don't think she could string those words together. <laughs> In, anyway, I digress. I Direct don't know what to do with that information. I don't. Neither did I. Anyway, so as workflow manager, I was, I mean, okay, so we had all kinds of applications. And it would be good context to let you guys know that like when I started in the financial planning team, the, um, there were three of us on the team and about 15 reps. Mm -hmm. So, and we each met with probably like essentially five of them. Mm -hmm. By the time I left, there were five of us on the team and over 60 reps that we were supposed to do all their back end work. That has like double, tripled, quadrupled. And of course, yeah, my stress, of course, has gone up like this. And it got really hard because that by the end of my tenure, we had more people doing applications. So I kept a an Excel file and it wasn't like a super complicated one, but it was basically just who I had assigned what what applications to because insurance, you know, it's not just one. It's not just Bob Smith. It's Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith dependents dependents what you know extended family so it could yeah. be and like everybody like the the working adults could have life and disability and then if you've got three kids i mean that's it's adds up really fast so i i had this again not super elegant but super functional spreadsheet um where i kept track of it and it's like okay teammate a has this teammate b has this blah 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 blah, blah. i you know i set aside some for myself whatever so in my wrap up, you know, I went through all of this with my boss, like all of these, everything, like I went through all of it with her, went through all of it with the trainees. And then, um, so, I mean, and I'd done, I'd done a lot of little things like this with the organization and trying to make things actually flow. 
<laughs> and as um, per your title, as per my title, which did not accompany money, of course not. Um, and so I and I thought, you know, being a Virgo, I'm like, my organization must be appreciated, right? My my bestie appreciated it mm-hmm. because it helped me it helped us both, you know, pin some shit on someone who fucked around a lot. Um, like, no, that was assigned to her. No, it wasn't. It says it on my sheet. Yes, I put it in her inbox. <laughs> um. <laughs> Best noise this podcast has had, by the way. I don't know if that was a goat or what, but um, <laughs> cheers. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, so then my friend uh, Lene, who again is best person at that company. Um, she tells me that she's been, you know, she doesn't give a fuck. She tells me exactly what my boss is saying in these meetings leading up to me leaving. And like, so this spreadsheet got mentioned. Well, that's the way Aaron did it. We don't have to do it the way Aaron did it. Well, guess what? The way Aaron did it worked. I I did have the pleasure of knowing that immediately after I left. It crumbled. It, the, it did crumble. Internally. It just started crumbling. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so, like, I mean, like, people were not sure of who was doing what. People, you know, I mean, clearly didn't pay attention when I was teaching them things. They were, I mean, again, two of these people were new. So, like, it was two seasoned people and two new people. So, I understand that everyone knew there was going to be some trouble. But there's that. And then another thing that my boss said behind my back is in her fake um, corporate voice, she said, you know I love Aaron, but this is probably our opportunity to get someone less anxious. Yeah, she in said the world. that. Ooh. <laughs> because Ow. I because I had been open with my boss that I was going to therapy to deal with my anxiety. It's like, listen, I'm letting you know that I have anxiety issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I my HR boss, my HR manager boss, and then she fucking like. Now, I know she knows that Lene and I talked all the time, but also that's deeply unprofessional. Very to unprofessional. To be revealing yeah. my anxiety issues to somebody. Because if it had been someone else on the team that I didn't talk to all the time, are you're revealing, if that's a HIPAA thing, yeah. and we talked about HIPAA all the goddamn time. And so- Everything about this company is just a shit show. Uh-huh. Apparently, Jesus. And so, yeah, but it, an opportunity to get someone less anxious. And I'm like, my anxiety- kept this shit afloat (laughs) yeah like and it and i swear to god like it didn't i mean it didn't completely crumble and i don't know the full extent of it but there was weeks lene told me of people going well i didn't have to do this when aaron was around because aaron was the one doing it yeah because i would (laughs) i would just sweep in and fix things and nobody had to actually cope with anything or like I'd, i'd pick things up and just you know do them because yeah. I had access to the team email, so I would just act on things before I'd even, you know, yeah. delegate it. Or Aaron didn't make me do this, or Aaron always took care of that, or da 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 da. And like I think Lene said she had to say it like a hundred times to different people. Like, well, that was Aaron. She's not here. Aaron has left the building. And I'm just <laughs> like now you all are fucked. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um <laughs> Not sorry. Not really, no. Um, Sorry, not sorry. It did give me the jollies. (laughs) Good. The jollies. Because just like, yeah, I didn't have to do that when Aaron, yeah, that's because Aaron had a brain. 
your emails a month after I quit. And there was literally an email from that day, something about Aaron used to do this for me. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. But then guess what? There's no Aaron in this roster of employees anymore. <laughs> your bitching and whining has no place here. <laughs> Aaron took all her fucks with her. Bye. <laughs> And that concludes my life at the insurance company. That's fair. <laughs> to be insulted well, on the way out. I did. You can have nightmares about that. All right. I, to wrap this lovely story up, uh, I will tell one more uh, Castles and Poor People story. All right. Will- yeah. The only person I know who has better, like, works, like, Castles and Poor People stories than I do was one of my managers. And she has done everything from, like, finding bodies to, like, finding people to lay who have been like having sex with the floor grates and stuff like that so wait wait wait! sex with the floor grates yeah 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 Are he the, took we're, the, we're, like the little he, like the little drain in the bathroom like he he, no, little, no, like, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no no yep yep no i should have expected so. a he but my mind went to she and i'm like are you just I, grinding against the fucking floor grate? Like apparently our store for like a really long time was a really popular glory hole spot. Oh! Probably putting it through the books too. <laughs> Probably, yeah, honestly. All right. Oh, uh so we will do wine. We'll do wine and chain, dude. So one of the things to know about this particular castles and poor oh, people God. is because it's right next to downtown, we get all the fucking crazy people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, our store for a little while had a security guard, which was really nice to have. It didn't have it for very long when I was there. I think it only had it for the first year. Um, but it was really nice to have and super fucking necessary. And then they decided they didn't want to pay him anymore, so then we don't have one. Um, on one of the times that I am working a night shift, which is like the store closes at like 10 or something uh-huh. stupidly late. Like nobody needs a book and a coffee at 10 o'clock at night. You just don't. Um, I'm sorry. You so, must not be a reader. No, <laughs> nobody needs a book and a coffee at 10 o'clock at night downtown where we have had actual shootings in the parking lot before. I revoked my previous statement. Like, I will take there a coffee and a book in the comfort of my living room. Yes. At 10 o'clock at go. night. I will, I will probably order something from Amazon at 10 o'clock at night. Like, right? It'll be here. There, you go. there you go. Sorry, um, bro- brick and mortar store. <laughs> honestly they're aware and there's just the one left so it's aware um so me and my co-worker who is also a girl as most of them were mm-hmm. and she is she's very small she's about my age and uh we're working and it's pretty late it's probably almost nine if not nine o'clock and we're there and we're getting ready to close and we're like cleaning everything up and there's just not that many people around and there's this guy Who's just sitting like in the dining room. And I'd I'd seen him and like I registered that he was there because there just weren't that many people in the dining room. Mm-hmm. And uh but it, like he didn't come up to the counter or anything like that. I went on a 15 minute break and I came back and I walked by him and he was cleaning a spill up from the floor. And if anybody has been to a planetary deer, you'll know that of their iced teas, one of them is bright red. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there was this massive bright red puddle on the floor that was clearly some kind of drink because it like it wasn't it wasn't blood like that was obvious but i had walked by it and i was gonna go like get the mop and everything and i just turned because i had noticed that he hadn't ordered anything and i didn't see a cup 
And so I turned to my coworker and I said, did you sell that guy one of our teas? And she's mm-hmm. like, no. And I said, he has a lot of liquid all over the floor. And he, she like, she leans over and she's like looking into the dining room. And this guy just has like three little napkins and he's just trying to clean up this gigantic <laughs> puddle. <laughs> And I'm just like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is a little weird. And to to clarify, this guy is probably early 50s, wearing jeans, like a raggedy looking shirt, like like a leather vest. And like, he looks like just like he doesn't shower. Like not like a homeless way, but like an on purpose kind of way. So I'm like, Mm. okay. So, like, and, like, kind of, like, biker adjacent. Like, he's not hardcore enough to be a biker, but he looks like he He probably wanted to to be. Yeah. So, and I'm, like, okay. So, I take a rag and, like, I start cleaning the tables, like, not too far from it. Because I'm a little suspicious at this point. When I get within 10 feet of him, I can smell it. Mm. It's definitely alcohol. And it just hits you in the face because how much alcohol is all over the floor. Mm. And so, like, I take. A step there's an our cafe has these giant round tables and he was sitting at one and I there was a table between him and I because I didn't approach his table I sit on the table like on the other side of him and I'm like do you need help because at this point I'm aware that there's just nothing but wine in like a five by five puddle on my floor and and he's like no 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 and he just puts his hands up like it's trying to stop a racing car or something like that mm-hmm. he's like no 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 i've got it i've got it. no i don't don't i don't want like you to touch you can't it. Smell it sir yeah. your napkins like, are not yeah. working and he just comes over and he takes like a giant stack of our our thin little itty bitty like napkins and he just throws them everywhere and i'm like sir, sir these napkins are i meant can to- get a mop yeah, like I can get him. He's like, no, 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 absolutely not. I'm like, no, no, and he's just so adamant. I don't go anywhere near it. And like, I'm standing there because he's just not cleaning it up. He's just getting napkins everywhere. And I'm like, sir. And he's like, no, I don't want any. Like, I have not approached him anymore. But I'm just like trying to offer solutions and like offer to help. And then so he unclips from his belt loop twice, and he pulls out a chain that is probably eight feet long and it's super thick and it has on each end these two giant round like like key ring kind of things but they're solid and they're round oh hell and no. he looks at me and he's like no, no no and he pulls it out and i've obviously i've backed it and he starts swinging it around <gasps> like a bowl over his head and just like a walking around like swings like no, no no i've got this whole area like i've got this i've got this and he's swinging it around and like obviously i have backed the fuck up and my coworker, who was behind the counter is watching all of this and we had headsets and she's just on the headset she's like we need help we we need there's a dude and he's just swinging a chain around and like the only couple of customers that are in there are like getting up and they're like they're leaving and he's just standing there just swinging this massive fucking chain around and everybody walking around in circles around his puddle like he's claiming the territory Everybody with a headset is just hearing, help, help, help. Yeah, pretty much. She's just like, oh, we, yeah, no, what the fuck? She's like, this dude and there's wine and like there's this giant chain and she's just like freaking out. And she's just staring at this and I have just backed up. I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. You can just do it. You can have your puddle of wine. Yeah, and I like the customers have left. I went back behind the counter and like her and I are just standing as far away from him as we could get. And uh, my, my manager at the time who was there um is was a massive dude he's very very tall and he's like a big dude he's also one of the nicest people on the planet 
But he comes over and he's like, what's uh, going on? And I said, well, he's this guy spilled a fuck ton of wine all over the floor and then decided to swing a chain around at us. And he's like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, all of that that is on the floor is not one of our drinks. That is alcohol. And you can absolutely smell it when you walk over. So he took like a couple steps towards the guy and you, you could just smell it because it's really just starting to spread across the cafe at this point. And so he goes and gets the security guard who is just this old dude who just doesn't know like just know oh no and they tell the guys like sir you have to leave you have alcohol you can't have alcohol in the store you have to leave and like they're not standing very close to him and like he kind of like there's a lot of give and take and we're just watching him but the guy eventually decides he's gonna leave all right Mm -hmm. he's gonna leave and i'm like good yeah, and so they walk him out, and they tell him, you know, you obviously you can't come back. You just spilled wine all over our floor and threatened a bunch of people with a with a chain. If you leave now, we won't call the cops. Just don't come back. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, the cops, you know, they just know the store. They just know our number, and they're just like, well, yeah, we're already on our way. Whenever you call them, so like the guy leaves, and like we have to clean it up, you know, which I do, and it takes fucking forever because there's a bunch of napkins and there's wine everywhere. And as I finished cleaning it up, you know, and like I had to clean the mop up and everything and I'm standing in the dining room and I'm cleaning and I just happened to look up and at the shelves over towards the side, I see him again. Oh no. Oh God. And I see him put something on the shelf and then I saw him walk away because like the security had seen him and and, like, you know, you need to leave. Uh And because you came back, you need to leave. So he leaves and I'm just like. I saw him put something on that shelf. Mm, so I walk over to the shelf just to look. No. And there's the bottle of wine. No. Sitting in between some books on a shelf. And I'm like, Phew. so I went and I put like a glove on so I could pick it up. And I like called my manager and I'm like, I, I, it's his property. And so I don't want to just throw it away, but I can't just leave it on the shelf either. And I'm definitely not going to touch it with anything other than this glove. So I call my manager and I was like, you just need to come back here. You just need to come back. And so he comes back and I'm just holding this bottle of wine. He's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I said, yeah, he left the bottle of wine here. And he, for somebody who looks like he doesn't have more than $5 to his name, it looks like he bought a very expensive bottle of like German wine or something. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. okay, nice taste in wine, I guess. Not that I actually know what good wine is, but hey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just holding it. And so my my manager takes it. And then the guy comes back again for oh the third God. time. Does he go looking for like, the wine? He is looking for the wine. Okay. Because there is still wine left in it. He's like, I want my wine back. And he's like, I paid for the wine. I want the wine back. He's like, I'll leave. I just want my alcohol. So obviously we what? give him the wine back. And he's like, sir, at this point, you are just never allowed to come back. Because you came back three fucking times mm-hmm. looking for this, like, wine and spilling it and threatening people with a chain. And, and he says, that's fair. And, like, he's good with that. He's okay with the fact that he's been banned from the store. And he leaves. But, uh, yeah, that was the time I was threatened with a chain over wine. Oh my god. Spilled no. wine. Spilled wine. Spilled wine. I have to ask, have you ever, while working on the book floor, come across anything weird in books? Like, Not really. like a greasy napkin with between the pages of a book or a slice of cheese between the Sabrina books or a cookie. Cheese. Oh no, yeah. she found grilled cheese. Yeah, she found the thing Sabrina found cheese. the grilled cheese in a book. Not really. I mean, I've found trash of like wrappers and stuff like that, but like nothing like super people. weird. like it's usually like those like the whatever novels that are like they're wrapped in like the plastic wrap or whatever Mm -hmm. and people just take it off and just stuff it like in the book when they're done with it 
but that's pretty much the only things yeah. I haven't really found. I didn't work on the book floor like a whole lot, so mm. you know. Did you find anything weird on the book floor? In Philly, they started to train me on the book floor. <laughs> I remember that. After me begging to be like, can you please cross train me on the book floor? Because when I applied for this job, my goal was to be book floor. The minute they saw cafe experience on my resume, they're like, cafe? I'm like, oh God, no. It didn't even matter that you had barista experience. Nobody in the cafe actually applied for cafe. I didn't apply for cafe. And I had no barista experience. But we were women and of a certain age, so they immediately put us in there because everyone who was a chick and of a certain age, for the most part, was in the cafe. Because they're just like, oh, the book floor's full, but we need people in the cafe, so we're going to put you there. But we will cross-train you on the book floor. Months later, it's like, are you going to cross-train me? Fucking cross-train me! You asked so many times to be cross-trained. I did. And that one they did manager, cross-train you for a day. They cross-trained during me the for holidays. Like a couple days during the holidays. They never By finished yourself. my cross-training. Yeah, they threw me at the register <laughs> holiday time. Everyone By herself. Lo- yeah, by myself. There's nobody else around. Everyone else is on no. the book floor helping people no. on the floor. I'm the only yep. one at the register. And they're just like, yeah, here you go. Like, you know how to use the POS system at the cafe. You can do it here. I'm like, they're different items. Yeah. I'm going to be standing there going, I'm trying to find all these fucking items on this POS no. system. Yeah, Cafe has a menu, like a digital menu, but like the book floor doesn't. Like it's more of like actual register system. And then you have to have like, there's all this different discount buttons. There's so many, so many buttons. So many buttons. And I'm just so like. So Castle and Poor People has just so many buttons on their register. It's stupid. Oh, God. And they're just like, all right, we're going to put you, you know, at register. Go, you know, go learn register. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one behind the register, and there is a line of like twenty people. You can you you can just feel the hate, not just the hate, the nervous breakdown happening in my yeah in my head. Going, there's a line of people. They're all waiting for me mm-hmm. to figure out how to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is not helping figure it out no and then one no. of them came out with like i want to pay for everything with gift cards i'm just like no no no, no, no. <laughs> what i really hate was those people who are like i have four different payment methods i would like to use them all and it's just like yeah it's like, well, i don't know how much is on this gift card, but i want to check oh and this one and this one and this one like, yeah it would just hand you like six gift cards it's just like okay all right so your total is 110 let's look at all six gift cards there's six bucks on this one you want to keep there's- it i have to ask do you want to keep it yeah it was imperative that you asked them if they wanted to keep the empty gift card because people would throw fit there was literally only t- one time i wanted to keep the gift card <laughs> it had like most people do- like most people when you ask them if you want if they want to keep the empty gift card, they look at you weird because obviously not. <laughs> He's right. like, but like some people get real serious about it. Like, yes, I collect them. And I'm like, what? It's like, there's like two cents on it. I want to keep it. Okay. And sometimes right. there's just nothing on it. And you're just like, you want to keep it. And they're like, I collect them. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why? This is just so weird. Just why? How many registers has this thing touched? Like, yeah, how many people keep it? has this gone through? Mm. Ugh. But we have plenty of stories for more too. We have more. So I've got everything from hiding with a knife to a bomb threat uh, to, oh, the porn dude. That was, that was 
I don't remember um, the I'd porn like dude. Do I fun. remember the porn dude? Yeah. Oh god. No, I don't. I don't. That was a really long time ago. That was in my first year there, I think. So. What do I got? Um, I got. Yeah. I got a panic attack, so I have one of those. Um, mm-hmm. I've got. Oh, I've got an old uh, real estate. I, I want, it's not a real estate company. What is it? Regini Works. Like. Isn't it loans? No. It's. It's like uh, it's a financial thing. Yeah, it's a financial place. So like these places like own properties, and they like so they own the leases to like all these places. Oh gosh, what is yeah, called? I know what you mean. But so it's like they own this plaza, and like they own the leases to every building in there. Someone new comes in, it's like, well, here's the lease you got, so all that stuff. So I have that. Okay. Run by nothing but old white men. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Shit show. And I have a, <laughs> I have a sewing machine story. Mm-hmm. And it I, involves I think need- I have it involves needles and blood. Yeah. Fun. Awesome. Yeah. Very fun. I think I have nine more stories. So oh my I, gosh. I gotta find more. And I just have, I have the joys of uh candy. Organic candy. Organic candy. Yes, I do have organic candy and I have um remedial college classes. There you go. The joys of there teaching. The joys of teaching. Joys is in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I think we certainly have enough for a part two, and we can delight and horrify. So horrifying is, is the more fun. the more fun part. I, the, it is more fun, and in all honesty, like so many years of working, whether it's retail or otherwise, and it's just it just makes you. It just makes you understand the people we've become a little better. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is... Okay, random thing I'm going to throw in here, but, like, I... One of my biggest pet peeves is when people never get my name right. Mm. Even when I... Like, when I introduce myself, it's become mm. a thing now. It's second nature for me to spell my name when I meet somebody. Yeah. Mm. Hi, my name is Ani, A-N-I. Like, just, that, that is what you're getting. I had a customer in New Orleans. Like, like, what's your name? I'm like, Ani. He's like, what is it? I'm like, Ani, A N I. He's like, Honey? Guys, her name is it. I'm like, it's fucking. No! Honey. I had I... somebody who thought my name was Magic. <laughs> I don't know how they got there, but that's kind of cool. Because I... on the name tag, we used to have like advertisements for like the one of like the popular drinks going on um, and it was it had a little ad that said every sip is magic and the magic was in slightly bigger font and they're like is your name magic that's so cool <laughs> and like right next to it in actual like typed print of like a label is my name yeah and it's not magic and I'm we like, had the most no. fun <laughs> with our name tags working together because that's we would leave our name tags in our lockers and i would always come back with like some random last note and a doodle just in my note in, in my yeah, name yeah. bag. Same with her. I loved it. Yeah. No, I went to I went to a Shake Shack here, and there was like, all right, so, well, you know, what's your name for the order? So I did the same thing. I said my name is Ani A N I. I get my receipt. You know what this bitch wrote for my name? Huh? A U Y N E. What? Exactly. I get Irwin a lot, so. On the phone, God forbid if I'm talking to anybody on the phone, it's like, what's your name? Ani, A-N-I. Oh, Connie, Lonnie, Bonnie? I'm like, oh, I get Karen, too. No. And the worst I... of all, 
Oh, your name is Cut Annie. Annie. Why? I will. I will. No, my name is not Annie. I'm not some little redheaded orphan girl. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I actually have a story about your name because they called me, and <laughs> it was one like somebody called me for a job reference for her, and it was <laughs> for one of for like the temp agency or whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm calling to talk to you about Annie." And I'm like, oh, "Who is Annie?" And they're like, well, they put you down as a reference. I'm like, Annie. Annie? And they're like, yeah, Annie. And and they're like, do you know, like, an Annie? And, I, and I'm just like, and I'm like, oh, you mean Annie. <laughs> and I'm like, A and I? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Annie. Yeah, I know Annie. <laughs> and I just kept saying your name, like, making sure I was pronouncing it because she just kept saying Annie. And I'm like, Ani is great. And like, Ani, and like, I hope this conversation for... is recorded. And I'm just like, but the best part of it is for whatever reason, she was asking about the time Ani and I worked together at the job I was currently working in at a university in Florida where Ani has definitely worked before. And she's like, well, she has you down here as like a reference for when you worked at a university together. And I'm like, because I was telling her about support people because it's the only place we work together. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that was that's when I worked well, at the loan department. Was, was just the first place we worked together, and that's where we worked together the longest. So I just assumed that's what you were referring to. But yeah, no, we worked. <laughs> I lied, like I like a, like a fucking dog, but she couldn't even get your name right. So like, oh, my so God. what did it matter? Honestly, I have, however, going to like um, different cafes and things like that, and we know which cafe I'm talking about, and they asked for my name, and I have, like, several posts on Instagram of me just taking pictures of just, like, how wrong they are mm-hmm. of spelling my name. I've gotten Elizabeth, what? and How yeah. did you get Elizabeth out of Misty? Maybe they heard Couldn't Lizzie? even begin to tell you. I've gotten Elizabeth, Missy. I get Missy a lot, and don't you call me Missy. I'm gonna punch somebody in the face. I hate that. But, like, I've gotten Elizabeth, Missy, Lizzie, um... My favorite, however, is when somebody called me at on a regular basis because I was a regular at this at this cafe, Mystique. Okay, that like one the X Men. Mystique is cool, and I'm just like, like, cause like the first time I told them my name, and she's like, oh, like from X Men, and I'm like, well, normally I get Pokemon references, and she was looking at me really weird, and I was looking at her really weird, <laughs> and then I got Mystique my confidence Caribbean just City, says on there, water trainer, yeah, and it, it just says Mystique on there, and I'm like, oh, and then. Like, I, they never asked me for my name after that, but every cup I had said Mystique on it because they all just apparently thought my name was Mystique. And I'm like, okay. okay. Of the things that could be messed up, that is really kind of the best one. Yeah. yeah. I have a former coworker whose name is Elizabeth. And when they gave me, like, the Elizabeth drink, and I'm like, I think I have your drink. <laughs> like, you're not here, but I think I have your drink. And that one really threw me because it was, like, I ordered a drink to, like, certain specifications because I'm a barista, so I'm picky. Um, so I knew it was mine and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know how you got Elizabeth out of that, but for one thing, significantly less letters, but we were in Disneyland recently and I went to the coffee shop there and I asked for a large, like, sorry, a venti, um, Hmm. passion tea lemonade. What's your name? Ani. Again, spell it out. And like, there were five orders ahead of me. I went to the side to wait with my receipt for my tea. Not one minute later, I got a venti passion tea lemonade for Amy. For Amy, like, 
Is there an Amy going to pop up soon? Another venti passion tea lemonade came up for like Luke. And then they kept going for Amy. I'm like, do you mean Ani? Because I like, I ordered that. No. But, like I ordered that long after these people did. So like, yeah. Did you just skip to the lemonades and forget the mm-hmm. fraps and lattes? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Some people sounds are crazy. Reasonable. Yeah. Just standing there going, hey, hey, do they mean me? Is that my drink? I'm just looking for, and I just went and took it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, this is. It's, if it wasn't for you, it is now. I'm, so. like, I'm like, it's mine now because I just keep yelling for an Amy to come get their drink. And I'm like, that's a fuck it. Sorry, well, Amy. You everybody's pain and you get your, your drink. Right? I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. One of the things that uh, Ani and I have decided to do at some point is to do a using our actually putting our barista skills to good use is to do a Starbucks secret menu review oh, yeah. of their drinks mm. and just to tell the world whether or not it's shit worth the money or might actually taste good because not at one point it's worth the also if it's just please do not go to your your local barista mm-hmm. with these fucked orders yeah. half the time like they're just not worth it in my last like year of actually being a barista because which would have been pre-covid um because for like a year or so i worked just on the book floor as a cashier because of covid mm-hmm. um but one of my last years of actually working there when i was cafe lead i just would pretty much every shift i just pulled up the secret menu and i ma- just pick things to make out of it and I've made most of it. And, like, I would look at my coworker and I'd be like, hey, would you be interested in drinking this? Because I can't drink most of it because, like, I can't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm a barista who doesn't drink coffee, by the way. <laughs> so, um, and, and then so I would just ask them, like, does this sound good to you? And they're like, sure. And I'm like, I would just make things off of the secret menu throughout the day. And I'm just like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, she would she'd do that a lot. Like, she would do, um, like, when we were the ones in Philly, like, she would have these little, like, tiny, like, taster cups. Like, the little small plastic one. Just have the one espresso thing running, just one shot of espresso, little pumps of like different syrups, throw some yeah. milk, throw some espresso, try it. Yeah, hey, it's good. All right. Sometimes every time it was good, sometimes it was terrible. Yeah. Like every time that I would go into the cafe when it wasn't my shift, I do that because everyone knows each other at this point. Yeah. I just, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to make a drink. So I'm just like, I, I work here. I know what I'm doing. I can do it. I can do it well, to my specifications. And the thing too is like the, like the actual on-brand full version of our cafe, the Starbucks, mm-hmm. lets you have a, a free drink every shift. Ours, our cafe in the doesn't. bookstore doesn't. Like it doesn't let you have a free anything. The, all we and, did is like fifty percent off or forty. Yeah, and off. like and it went down. By the time I left, it was only like thirty. By the way. Ew. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if we, we, if we worked it, we got like fifty or forty percent off of all the cafe items mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And then it just kept going down from there. But um, I graduated from making like those little tester, just full blown venties. Like I was just making full blown like large drinks. And like one of my coworkers, my favorite coworker, um, and he was one of the first people I trained. So like it was very like he was my favorite. And uh, he also liked me way more than he liked my cafe manager, which I really appreciated. Um, pretty much every shift I would just make him a drink because he usually he used to buy one like every shift and I'm just like no just I'm just gonna make you something and like sometimes like I would just make 
like random things and i just and he would come back from like a break or whatever and i'm like i made you a drink it's just it's back there he loved working with me because i just got to a point where like i just didn't give a fuck like in the mornings whenever i open because i love to open because the first thing i do was make the iced tea and then i would just make myself an iced tea and then i would move on with my day right and i'm just like uh, if that last year or so like i just i was just making everybody drinks and i was just making myself drinks and i was just like because you know what I've been hospitalized because of you people for panic attacks. So fuck you. Exactly. I have, okay, um, some clarification, I guess. When I got the job as the barista in New Orleans, prior to that, I had no barista experience like mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. The closest experience I got was hanging out at the Starbucks where my best friend used to work mm-hmm. for like two years three years yeah. and just watching her make yeah. drinks that's way more experience than i had because i don't drink coffee i don't like coffee i've never drank it i would get my first day like in there is me learning what these drinks are <laughs> because like well we're gonna make a mocha and i'm like i don't know what that is <laughs> i don't know what's in that i don't know what mocha is a foreign language yeah and like i had been in i think I had been in like a Starbucks maybe like three times in my life before I went to work for a knockoff version of it. And I didn't drink anything from it because it was all coffee for the most part. And because I didn't venture into anything else. Um, And I was just like, I don't want to try any of these things, but like I eventually taste, I've tasted pretty much everything on the menu at some point or another. And, but I I don't like the taste of coffee and I never Mm -hmm. have. And no matter what form it's in, I just don't like, and so I don't drink coffee. Mm -hmm. And now, for the most part, I can't drink caffeine at all. So it's just, mm. it's a, it's a flavorless existence. Yeah, my, my, my New Orleans cafe was just like, oh, you have experience. I'm like, sure. I've watched my friend make drinks for the past three years. I can just sit there at the table right across where the, you know, the counters where they just yell out the orders. Yeah, the machines right there. So I just watch the pumping and everything. Mm. Yeah, and three weeks later. Gwen gets hit by a dump truck, and I'm the sh- I'm the cafe lead. Fun. I'm like, all right. I mean, at least at least you'd had the drinks before. <laughs> I didn't even have the drinks before, and they're like, we're gonna like I couldn't have told you the difference between a cappuccino and a latte, and I'm just like, I don't coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee. Yeah, well, coffee just like coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like coffee. No, it's the same amount of coffee. It's just do True. you want more milk? Do you want yeah. or do you want more foam? <laughs> When why anybody orders the foam is I truly have no idea. So you just want a you know your shot of espresso, a dash of milk, and just three foam. quarters of foam. No, and if you wait for more than five minutes, the foam's gone. So. Yeah, I love yeah. when they I love oh, when God. they would come and order and they'd be like, yeah, like a, like a grande cappuccino, extra dry. That so was you just such want, a waste of milk. So you just want a shot of espresso and foam. Extra dry just means literally no milk only foam it is your espresso shot and literally just no, foam Dana, only zoom <laughs> it is the biggest waste of money you could possibly do because within probably a minute all of that foam is gone i've had people like say your espresso is an inch right mm-hmm. and like if if we put more than like a centimeter or two of milk and they've ordered it dry i've had people return it because they said that's too much milk and i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me i didn't put the milk in there that is your dry foam that is turning back into liquid (laughs) and i'm just like i don't know what to tell you 
I have had some of the weirdest, stupidest, craziest drinks possible. Like people have ordered cheesecakes in their frappuccinos. Like people in, blended like in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in in their frappuccinos. Brownies in the frappuccinos. I've had people order brownies heated up with like uh, as much whipped cream as possible, like on top and like other things on the side. I've had people, I had somebody with a venti iced caramel macchiato ordered 10 shots of espresso. Oh! to die? <laughs> I guess, because let me tell you, caramel macchiato, for anybody who doesn't know, has a vanilla syrup, a, a couple of shots of espresso, not 10. Uh, the ice version has the ice has three. Three, three shots of espresso. So it has three shots of espresso. It's pumps four pumps. Oh, four. Yeah, this. Uh, well, this one had four. Okay. Because I I distinctly remember everything about this order. <laughs> um, it has milk, which is supposed to be majority of the drink, and it has caramel drizzle and ice. This cup was I had to put the vanilla, like make sure that there was enough vanilla on the bottom, and I kept having to switch the espresso around because it was so hot it wanted to melt the cup. And if let's just say like a venti cup is what eight inches tall, mm-hmm. seven and a half inches of it is, is espresso. There was like three little pieces of ice and like a little drop of like milk in it, and then caramel drizzle. And my my barista coworker who's at the register is just sitting there looking at me, trying to figure out how I'm going to get all of this in one cup. And I did. And it was literally just the littlest dollops of everything else and like two or three like pieces oh of God. ice. And it was just, and like he came back and he's like, it's too hot. And I'm like, well, you said hot. Yeah. <laughs> and so he asked for like a separate cup of ice and I, and like I gave it to him and like, and I'm just, do you like, also this- want a separate cup of milk to like yeah. dilute this shit? Well, he's come back before, like, after that, and he didn't order that anymore. I guess he learned that 10 shots of espresso in a venti Might caramel macchiato was fucking just... hospital. Yeah, and I was kind of, I asked my coworker after he left, it's like, is there a limit for how much caffeine we can give somebody? She's like, if there is, I don't know what it is, but it's not that. It's, like, it's, it's less than limit. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, we don't have a limit of how much caffeine somebody can buy from us. There's just, yeah, that's, there's not, no that's not your yeah. responsibility. Be like, you no, what is, and I'm just thinking to myself. Look, I've never actually killed somebody, but this might be it. So, you know what's the one I thing know. I never did? Huh. I never charged people for, like, the extras. You want an extra espresso? You want an extra pump of syrup? Here's the drink. I'm going to go make it now. Like, I, I, like... I did if I didn't like them. Fair. Like, oh, I just didn't I... give a shit. I was like, I, cause I hated being on uh, at register. I just wanted yeah. to be at, at the bar. Yeah, I, like, I just want to make the drinks. I don't want to deal with people. Yeah, most of the time I didn't do it unless my cafe manager was there because he watches you, like as you do. Yeah, it. make sure you do the little upcharge because he was so into all of that. Um, or if I didn't like you, I just I did it. So, oh, my cafe manager, forget the health code violations. <laughs> you better be punching an- in that stuff, right? <laughs> I remembered another story. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Oh, stay, 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 stay. Actually, you know what? I'll just tell the story because it's super fast. All right. Um, I had a lady once, and I'd seen her before, and she fucking hated my guts. And I don't know why, but her and her family would come in, and they were out to get as much free things as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And, oh. 
And the first time I met them, I was at the, I was at the cash register and they wanted to sign up for like the membership program and everything, which costs money. Mm -hmm. And it was a 45 minute process in what should take a maximum of like five minutes. Yeah. And they contradicted me in absolutely every turn trying to get as much from me as they can. And they fucking hated me and they complained about me (laughs) because I wouldn't just give them like 50% off. (laughs) So, um, I've encountered her before and like well after that and like i encountered her in the cafe and she like it was the same process and they just tried so hard to get as much for as little possible and i'm just like i'm not giving you anything you don't pay for and i just i hate to break it to you and she complained about me like because of it and i saw her one day and i hadn't seen her in like i don't know six to eight months and my cafe manager was there and she was in line and i was at the register and he was making drinks and i happened to glance up and i saw her and she was like four back in line. So I helped the next like two people. And there was kind of like a break because the people who were in front of her were like looking at like the at food and stuff like that because they hadn't quite decided yet. And she but they were still very obviously next in line. So I looked at my cafe manager and I'm like, I'm going to throw some cookies in the oven because we needed we were out because they did the stupid thing where you could buy one of pretty much anything and get another free. So we went through shit really fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to throw some in the oven. Are you good? Uh, just to help these last couple of people. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. It's like, don't worry about it. So I was doing that. And I was like making cookies and everything. And I, that, I actually did it. Like I was making cookies and like I was, I was refilling some stuff and he was helping the cut. Like he helped the next customer because he had been done making the drink and like he was helping the person. And he came into the back to grab something for the customer. And I said, I'm going to stay back here because the next lady in line hates my guts <laughs> and I cannot do it again. She's complained about me every time we've had an interaction. He's like, okay. So uh, I was back there. What should have been five minutes. I think I was back there for over half an hour. Oh my God. How long the, t- like my cafe manager will bicker with you forever because you are not getting anything out of him like that is one thing he will like no you are not you want to have a petty argument this man is the king of pettiness you cannot defeat him but he met his arch rival that day and for like half an hour they are just going back and forth and i am not left the back and i'm watching all of it and she eventually she leaves and he comes back and he's like what the fuck was that? And I'm like, that was her. And he's like, that was her. And I'm like, that was her. And I said, I can't do it. I will never help this woman. I said, I can't because every time she does this to me. So <laughs> not five minutes later, my, the manager on duty, I like the store manager on duty comes over and it's like, we, she's like, do you, and she's talking to both of us. She's like, do you guys know like the lady and like describe the lady? And we both know exactly who she's talking about. And like, yeah. And it's like, well, she filed a complaint. And yeah. And so he's like, well, yeah. And he was explaining to like, like our boss, like why, you know, there would have been an issue and like why this lady was in the wrong. And she looks at him and she says, no, she didn't file a complaint against you. She filed a complaint against her and she points at me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and both he and I are looking at each other, looking at her. And I'm like, I didn't help her. And she's like, you didn't. I said, and she's like, she says that you refused her service. And I'm like, what? I said, I didn't interact with her at all. There was a break in the line. And I went to actually go do the rest of my job. Like he took the orders. He's the only one to talk to her. And, and my cafe manager's like, 
she was literally in the back doing her job and like not interacting with this woman. And this woman comes into the cafe and she's standing like 10 feet back looking like all smug and stuff. And we're just both looking at her like, are you fucking serious? And like, it got to the point, like this lady was complaining and she wanted me to get in trouble and she wanted me to remake all of the drinks that they had ordered. And they had ordered a lot. Um, and my boss is like, no, my, like my cafe manager, she's like, no, it's like, for one thing I helped you. And she's like, if you there's something wrong with it, you can actually tell me what it is and we can remake it. And he remade, I think, one of them. Mm-hmm. And but he was just like, no. And it got to the point they had to go watch the video camera footage because she was insistent that I refuse to help her. It's like, no, and, ma'am. Misty was in the back. Yeah. Away and from like, customers. I mean, for once, thank God for the fucking footage. Yeah. And I'm just like, and they're, and like my, my boss came back later and she's like, yeah, it's, it's really obvious that, you know, you didn't refuse to help her. She wasn't even the one who was like in front of you at the time. And I'm like, thank you. But the fact is that you didn't believe me or my cafe manager and had to go review the tapes just really just rubbed me the wrong way. But at the same time, at least there were cameras. Mm -hmm. So but yeah, that one I just thought of off the top of my head. So there's there's that one. Oh my god. Yeah, that was the last time I interacted with her. But I did tell my boss, and I'm like, I, if I didn't refuse her service, but from this point forward, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I found I thought of another one. The guy who called me a racist. There's so many. I was not because he was actually mad about the author of a book. And that equated to you how? We'll find out next time. We'll find out yeah. next time. He called me a racist over the scarlet letter, by the way. You say it better than I ever could. Come on, JB. Huh? Whore. There you go. You're such a whore. A whore. Yep, called me a racist over the scarlet letter, and I will tell that story next time. More How's that for a teaser? Right? Yep, I don't... Uh, that was a strange day. He kept coming back. Which is what really got me, and it was really got creepy. It got real creepy. So, well, uh, stay tuned for some more. I'd like to say shenanigans, but it's just these funny. are not shenanigans. These are shit we had horror to do stories. with. Yeah, these are like, horror this stories. Makes, this makes like the series or like the book and the like the mini television series it just look tame. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's I fine. mean, these the are worst really part is clowns. Yeah, the worst part is. These all happened. All of them happened. These are not fictional. They're not made up. They're not in between pages. They're not printed on dead trees. These are actual interactions. Just, yeah, despite the fact that so many of these take place in a bookstore, none of them are fictional. <laughs> so, um, well, we would the like fine to think- line between fiction and reality. Yeah, <laughs> and it blurs in a bookstore, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but we would like to thank Erin for coming to visit. Thank, Thank you, my love, for coming. I had such and a good time. sharing her Yay! horror experience. You'll be back next time, right? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> you are contractually obligated. You've already said you it on, on. You're being recorded. So. <laughs> yeah, it's on, the, it's on record somewhere. Plus, I'm sure yes. you can screenshot my text, too. That, too. There, there's Fair a blood enough. contract somewhere. Fair enough. <laughs> But we're very glad to have you. I enjoyed actually getting to see you and speak to you and like in as close to in person as we'll get for a while. So. I love when my friends come together. Oh God, I wish I, I want you to meet Tracy so bad. <laughs> but neither of them do like go places. I know. I know. 
I know. And I wish Tracy would use Instagram so I can like bring her into the group and be like, chaos ensues. Honestly, like sometimes Ani just names people because she has like friends and I'm just not. <laughs> I have three and she's one of them. So like, <laughs> like three really good friends and like Ani's one of them. So like, and she's aware of my, both of my other friends. Like, so, and I'm just like, yeah, I've met yeah, people. Ariel once in passing on a day yes. that I was supposed to be working and you took off and you saw, we saw each other at, at Liberty. The Liberty Bell. The Liberty Bell. You're like, are you supposed to be working? I'm like, I ditched. It's uh-huh. fine. It was, yeah, because she came to see me that week. And because uh, I had Aww. taken I had taken vacation time off to spend with her because she came up to see me from Texas. And my cousin and, uh, came to visit me, so I'm like, we're going to Liberty Bell. And, like, you've met Ariel, and Ariel has also met my Lynn. So Ariel's the only one who's met both of you. Yeah. So... But my, I have exactly three close friends, and Ani is one of them. So uh, sometimes she just names people, and then like, so like maybe I've heard the name, maybe Tracy's I haven't. Tracy's my friend just, in New Orleans. Aaron's met well, her. It just reminds me of the fact that wow, you are way more social than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, but then again, like your Instagram proves that to me because you're going places and doing things, and I'm just like, wow, that's more social. That's like, a- in a month. You do more things in a month than I do in a year. Like, let's just I'll, be clear. I'll take that. I will take that. But uh, my my variation of places is probably going to, you know, get smaller and smaller. Because the last concert that we all went to, I got punched in the back. And we were standing yeah. away from, like, towards the back of the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, We were why? in the over 25 section and she still got punched. No. 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 But again, you definitely do th- more than I do. Right. And, we have and as Ani has learned, like if, when y'all come here, don't ask me for things to do because I don't do anything, so I don't know what to do. No, so. that's why we're planning the day, and you just that's, have to show that's up. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's fine. And if I come yeah. to visit you guys in like in LA, you have to just like, I'm just gonna go with the flow. So because I don't, oh, we're, fucking, we're gonna be dragging don't ask you out me of what to like, do. Like, like, don't get ready. Put pants on. Why? We, we just, might ask you your food preferences, and then that's it. That's. That's That'll fine. be what we base the day on. It's food preferences. Got it. All right. So we're doing this, 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 and this. That's fine. <laughs> as long as we don't base it on like my alcohol preferences, because there aren't any, because I don't drink. No. So no. makes me a very I, boring person to hang out with. So. I know. I am the uh, least drinky of the of the group. So. I've become yeah. that way too. So it's like, oh, I have one. A bottle of beer or a glass of wine. Yeah, I think Not I can it. name all of the alcoholic drinks I've had on one hand. So, like, I don't drink it almost ever. So, and I don't want to. I think it all tastes terrible. So. It does. It, yeah. Alcohol is not a pleasant taste. No. That's why you so, make like, shit. Make going out with those guys and, like, hanging out. Like, because all I ever wanted to do was go to, like, the local geek bar. Which, this place is really cool because, like, it's full of, like, tabletop games that you can play in all kinds of things. You can also get alcohol. Yeah. But that's all they ever wanted to do is go to a bar and, like, drink. And I'm just like, mm. I don't drink this is way less entertaining for me than it is for you guys because i'm very sober yeah and i'm just kind of sitting here so it was very boring yeah like i went because i wanted to hang out with them but like that was pretty much all they ever did so and i'm just like okay well okay us i want to do rope drop park hopper oh jeez. so she know what she's asking yes because she's she's actually never been to california adventure she's never been to dca 
Yeah. Honestly, it's not that great. I went right after it opened. It's not that it's great. It's improved. It's improved a lot. I hope so, because it was not worth the it, time. It was shit when we went. Yeah, when, I, when it first opened. So I got the 15th is Disney with them. 20th is Bastille. The ne- and then that, that Sunday, two days later, is Disney with my mom and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got two Disney trips back to back. But yeah, then you definitely we, do yeah. way more than I do. Yeah. I mean, but like, to be fair, I, on top of like, a job in the podcast i am also a full-time phd student so i don't have too. Free time for things i can see where that would uh cut into uh free time yeah yeah but it's I, so cool that my you're a PhD student i, I can't appreciate wait to that. call her dr mad mm-hmm. i can't wait to call her that it is 80 percent of the reason that i'm i'm it's 80 percent of the reason i'm getting a phd at this point just so i have the title dr mad yeah. Like my initials are mad for a reason. Like my initials are M A D for the specific purpose of me having a PhD. I swear yeah. to God. Now all your we gotta knew. do your mom knew. The only thing yeah. we gotta do now is to find her someone whose last name starts with P so she can be Dr. Map. And it's Why the would only she substitute drop- I, I it's the only substitute I will take. Mm-hmm. But I prefer mad. However, the the substituting of the P is only if I marry Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Like that's it. That's However, I can't take Chris Pine's last name because then my name will be Misty Pine. <laughs> and I can't do that. I already I already borderline look too much like a hippie as it is. I can't have my name be Misty Pine. Like I know. <laughs> and then you'll get no. a Pokemon character. I mean, what a better Pokemon character than Misty Pine. That's the really I see your dilemma her. though. Yeah, like no. My hair is very strawberry blonde and very very long and mm-hmm. if you put me in like a brownish kind of a color with my hair down mm-hmm. i definitely look like i should be spreading the power of love okay <laughs> with a flower crown i would rather die <laughs> I, I am a goth queen of the damned okay it she takes says this so wearing much- yellow it takes well my shirt is telling people off it does say uh, why it's be a- racist, sexist, homophobic, or transphobic when you could just be quiet? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, like, it takes so much effort for me to buy, like, color and not it's, just you see jet black, just, all like, all the time. Oh, yeah. I could open these closet doors and it's just jet black, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Like, my pants are black, though. So, like, mm-hmm. you know. Even my but, shoes are black. No. Flip-flops are black. The I, bottoms are black. I was a... I was a punk goth kid in high school. Oh, it's a phase that never left. Except for, I was a weird punk goth kid, like with my, what does not constitute a style as, a, as an adult. But yes. So, but I, yeah, you definitely do more things than I do. I don't do anything. I don't, That's I don't fair. do things. That's I fair. would like to do things, but between, between my job and then the PhD and then the podcast and editing the podcast and then currently building us a website too. Yeah, I no time. don't, I don't do things. I don't, I wish I did, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice, but it, also to be fair, LA has way more shit to do than Orlando. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can attest to that. Cause like when I went to go visit you, it's like, I'm like, Hey, what's something we can go do? You know, just to go out and take like the museum. I'm like, all right, let's go to the art museum. It's not a great museum, so. We finished it in all of, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, that's it? It's Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Ani spent a lot of time trying to find things for us to do, and there just wasn't things to do. And so. it ended up being okay because it was disgusting in Florida in June. So I'm like, staying indoors was You had a really hard time with great. the heat, Yeah. I think is the it only like, be big any thing better we did in is, September. It's supposed to be. 
your biggest challenge is going to be hoping that the hurricanes are over in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that anytime, if you guys ever come back to Florida for any reason, anytime between now, like, like April and probably August, don't come here. Not just because of the heat. It is monsoon season. Mm. It rains almost every day. Okay. And not little rain, like just terrible, constant rain. I'm gonna have to tell so, my neighbor because they're going to Florida. They're doing like three days in Orlando and like three days in Miami in the middle of June. It will be so fucking hot. Like 100 degrees is not unusual. 100 degrees with humidity is going to make it feel like 125 minimum. Oh, it's gross. Like, in all honesty, the weather when you were here wasn't great, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it is on a regular basis. And you had a really hard time with the humidity here because it was it was bad. But yeah so like September... I, I complained in new orleans in october mm-hmm. i complained more here yeah yeah like oh. it, september it's it's gonna be hot like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna flat out tell you, it's gonna be hot hopefully most of the rain like most of the rain should be gone by then um september early september if we get hurricanes it'll be early september because it's usually late august early september so we probably we usually know pretty like well in advance whether or not we'll get any but uh you We're guys going are mid here to past... late september mm-hmm. yeah you guys are here past the hurricane window otherwise i would have told you like you know it's too soon but okay. uh, it's it's gonna be humid as fuck like just if you thought about just stepping into a hot pool that's what it is you mean so. what i did when i visited you yeah I wish it was an exaggeration of telling you it's like stepping into a hot pool, but it's not. I look, I lived in Texas for over 10 years and I've lived here for five and both states have equal amount of humidity. I have never gotten used to it. It is awful. It is absolutely, it drains you faster than anything else. It like does. you can, it, you can be in a hundred degree heat, like in like California or whatever. And it's, you know, like it's, it's hot, but it's dry. The humidity, you'll drain your energy at least twice as fast. Mm-hmm. So when you're here, just drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Like you think you've drank enough water, drink no, more. Drink more. Because it will knock Roger you on your ass that. fast. Yep. Yeah. Because I just remember in New Orleans, it was just like this, you know, I had a high, you know, like just a t-shirt on. And I just remember that there was this pool of sweat yep. right here. Yeah. And I'm yep. just like. <laughs> That's why every now and then you just see me doing this. Just. Oh, but then the shirt is wet. and then I know, but I'm like, I, I'd rather do like sweep it up with my shirt rather than just have it like just this puddle of sweat in between my boobs yeah. i'll have we'll have to bring like washcloths or something <laughs> a little like baby wipes just you know like yeah just go you know, see, yeah it's it's gonna be hot bring bring changes of clothes you know but not like you can't if you absolutely need to you can't it's not like you can't buy a shirt at one of the parks right. or whatever but just be prepared for how hot it's gonna be because ani will attest you she has would to you be willing to do water times. rides if it's that hot it's that hot yeah okay if i will dry yeah <laughs> Fair enough. I have no recommendations on any of the water parks here. Oh, no, 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 water park. Water ride. Just the water okay. rides at, at the water, water, water parks. Park. Water, water park is always a hard no. Bacteria. That's, that's good. Fair enough. Also, I can't stand going to water parks because I have glasses. And, like, they just get fucking wet. And yeah. then what if you lose them? And that's just no. No. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that likes the water parks. I'm like, yeah, big bodies of water. She knows it's no. a hard no. It's not happening. She means, like, Splash Mountain or something. Okay, that's fair. I'm like the Jurassic Park ride and stuff no. like that. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be hot, but uh, just uh, you can intermittently take a uh, water ride every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So 
because it, it'll help just sit a lot and drink just way more water than you think mm-hmm. you should be drinking so yeah we'll be recording so. the water rides for jessica be like look look and then we'll come back and she'll be like but you fucking did it in florida and, I, and i'll be like yeah because i was dying <laughs> yeah. the nice thing about the wizarding world is so much of it is indoors like in hogsmeade <gasps> Like, well, Hogsmeade has, like, some of their, like, stores and, or, like, their their food stalls and stuff like that are in giant covered areas. Because Ooh. Florida's aware of how hot it is. Like, okay, they're, they're aware of how hot it is here. And then Diagon Alley is just a shit ton of stores that are all air conditioned that you can just walk in. So. Perfect. Speaks my language. Perfect. Yep. So a lot of things cool get and universal here. A lot of things that are universal here are, are indoors, and there's a lot of covered areas at the at the different parks and stuff like that. Because Florida understands how hot it is, so mm-hmm. the Avatar world has like spray mist air conditioning oh, things good. like that. And then uh, yeah, like the some of the ride. other like mm-hmm. the rides with like the longest lines to them usually have giant fans that oscillate around oh, too. So good. if you um. I don't know if you guys are going to where Avatar World is. We're going to all, we're going to Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Um, easily the Avatar rides are the longest ride, uh, longest lines, mm-hmm. just hands down, easily the longest lines. So if you're gonna go, does it make a difference if you go like just for aesthetics for the ride, for in Pandora? Does it like is daytime or I nighttime? Recommend- I recommend walking through Pandora during the day to see how much detail there is in everything because these rocks and like features that they made are so many stories tall. It's just stupid. Just free floating. Like it's huge. Yeah. Cause it looks like the giant free floating rocks uh. and they're, it's, they're massive and they're huge, but they're gorgeous. So you definitely have to go during the day to look at it and really just understand how big it is. And it's very pretty after dark because it mm. lights up. So. That's why I was asking. Like, for, okay, for the yeah. rides, like the one that where you you're riding the. Neither matter. They're both indoors. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So. One of them, I know you have like you know the ride at the castle for Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. It's in like a, a thing. And the, it's, like, the, a the, the broomstick yeah. one, yeah. I will warn you. One of the Avatar rides is that way. So because you, it makes you feel like you're flying on the flyer. And it does do a lot of tilting over the screen and stuff like that. So oh, that's fun. That's like Star Tours. Yeah, it might not be that like herky jerky though. Is yeah. it is it is it as hurt like it really gives you the feeling of flying on a bird. So like it's it's a lot of like swoopy swoopiness. I'll take my drama mean. It's fine. I'll take my drama mean. Really and want then to ride we'll that. just go drink more water. Yeah. Well that, it's that, definitely that... a ride I recommend. Like I don't have that issue but it's definitely a ride you couldn't fall out of these chairs if you fought your way out of it because it comes up and it's kind of like the front part is like a kind of like a bastardized motorcycle but then like there's a clamp in the front part of you and then the clamp comes up to your back and just pushes against your back and shoves you there is no room to move and then it'll tilt you forward so you couldn't get out of that ride if your life depended on it so Okay. Because it then it like you sit on it like you do a motorcycle, and then it tilts you forward. And because it's trying to simulate that it's a creature, like where it's a weird thing. Does it have rumbling? It well, it does. Like it moves and like it like rumbles and stuff like that. But it expands and contracts like like it's breathing creature. (gasps) Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. But that also probably will feel weird. But if you've ridden a horse, maybe it won't be so weird. Yeah, it's not quite like. It's well, it also like has wings, right? Stamp. So, like the wing. Yeah. Would... Well, you don't. 
you don't see that just because it is shaped more like a motorcycle than it is anything, but mm-hmm. just will it, like a motorcycle with this, like if you're here with just a clamp that kind of like clamps <laughs> around the middle. She so did, a, it's very, she did a bear trap. <laughs> yeah. It's a Venus body trap. It feels that way because it's just like it comes up and it just kind of connects around your middle. So you can't Disney go doesn't want any stupid lawsuits. That's fair because it does take and like tilt you forward mm-hmm. and then like it goes over the screen and everything. But if you get dizzy, just look at like the horizon. It's beautiful to, like to look at it. But if it starts to bother you, just, I just I stared at the horizon. I will take my Dramamine while waiting in line for it to kick in, but I will not do the broomsticks ride because no, no. Because we the, got the one in the castle. Yeah, the one in the castle. Because when we went after I moved back from Philly, me, Aaron, her brother Hayden and our friend Jessica we all went to Wizarding World for basically the first time yeah. here. And we rode the broomstick ride and we got off the ride and I'm just like walking around the, you know, the, the, the gift shop just going, don't puke, don't puke. She was looking for air conditioning. Hayden sat down Hayden, outside. Her brother was literally against the lamppost just going, don't talk to me. I need to like, yeah. I mean, it took That's him fair. 10 minutes plus to be like, okay, not good. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, my, my mom has the same reaction though that you do. She can't stand that, which is funny because it's my favorite ride that in the park. So, but she does not. She does not like that ride. I did tell Ani already that there are several select rides I will not be. Going I told on her you're not going to go on Hagrid's ride. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but warning signs that don't take your prosthetic limbs onto this. <laughs> I forgot about. I that. only wanted to do this. Isn't once, there one so. on the mummy? Uh, here, is, is the mummy? there? There was something about a yes, like yes, here. yes, 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 Remember yes. We thought it was so fucking yeah, funny. and it was like, yeah. They have it for the mummy too. Yeah, um, I won't go on that one. I'm not going to go on the Hulk or the Velocicoaster. Anything that's an actual like full blown roller coaster. We, we're doing Velocicoaster if we can do it. You can have fun. It's supposed to be amazing. You can have fun. I'm not now. And I already, you know, I already said I'm I'm getting motorcycle for Hagrid, and she's getting the sidecar. <laughs> It is That's a fair. It is symbolic it's of our not relationship. <laughs> it's not comfortable in no matter how you sit because the sidecar doesn't have anywhere to hold on to. Oh no! And then, and then it doesn't. It's you bracing yourself against it, and the motorcycle requires you. The only thing keeping you on that motorcycle is you holding on to those handlebars. So, okay. It is also Hold the fastest roller life. coaster I've ever been on. So yeah, I, it's a I, violent ride. I wish I still had the video of that guy that like is looking back at his friend. Oh. And he's just like, was obviously convinced into getting into the ride. And he's just, so the video's from behind him. And he's just like, as the ride's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In all honesty, the, the G-Force hits you hard on that ride. Like it's hard to keep your head up. And it is not comfortable so <laughs> which one do you want do like, you want the whole the handlebars for oh shit or do you want the, just the flailing again i believe that <laughs> our current your- arrangement mimics our <laughs> relationship yeah at least the sidecar like because you're buckled in you could hold on to that so but there's just not really much in the way of or you could reach forward and hold on to like the front part of the sidecar i guess <laughs> that will be me please stop please stop please stop it absolutely goes backwards at one point. So and then you got me going, yeah, laughing but, maniacally. Yeah. So it's um, there are so many warning signs that you can't bring prosthetic limbs onto this ride. It's just crazy. So, I love but it. yeah, I 
I wouldn't have like I went on it right not too long after it opened because like, when I worked at Full Sail, like they their Christmas party was there, so we got to go, and it was just Full Sail people that were there because it closed the park for us, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason I got a ride like the Hagrid ride, and it was a lot. <laughs> so have fun. <laughs> there are just certain rides I'm not going to be riding with you. So that's fine. Did mention that's yeah. fine. I, I did mention that there were ones where you're just like no. But yeah, we'll try and so, do a good mix so that she doesn't have to like wait in line. And- Honestly, my favorite part about going to Universal is just being in the Wizarding World, so y'all can just do what you want. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. So. We'll just okay. find her in Leaky Cauldron or in Honey Dukes. Pretty much me just trying to figure out, like, no, I'll just ride the train back and forth. That's just what I'm going to do. <laughs> Actually, this sounds like a good day, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I or really... Or Nocturne Alley. Yeah, I really enjoyed when we were in New Orleans riding the streetcar. The streetcar, <laughs> yeah, I did love that a lot. Just, like, like one of my favorite things to do was riding... When I, when I was there, not just the Riverwalk one, but I loved riding the St. Charles one. Mm-hmm. I think you, the green one that takes you from the French Quarter all the way to the to the Garden District and back. That was Fair fun. Enough. It was it like it was like a really nice afternoon. Yeah, and we would just start looking at the houses on either side of the street, going haunted, mm-hmm. kind of haunted, mm-hmm. definitely haunted. I just assume that of all of New Orleans, to be honest with you. That's Correct, fair. I do too. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, when you guys get here, literally whatever you want to do, like I'm down for it. Like okay. I just assume that I'm just down for whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> just a couple of rides, I'll go like fuck off for a little while while you guys like go on a roller coaster tour or whatever. But literally that doesn't bother me whatsoever. Okay. So like just cool. don't even worry about it. Like I will literally just be probably in like the dark magic, like nocturne alley. Okay. Like, okay. I'm gonna have to remember to like take videos for our Instagram stories. Yeah. Just to be like Look, we're together. Yeah. Oh, I'll take Honestly. I'll have my camera. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. That would be cool. And um and we can have a video where you're pretending to scream spells and Misty can run away. <laughs> In the picture. That, that there you go. We won't actually have you screaming. She'll just be running. There you go. We, we can totally like I would be down to do that. She like, would scream like we will, know it. I would totally be able to. I would. I'd be down to do that as like a as like a video as like a video post story for Instagram. Oh, like yeah. a boomerang would be cute. Okay. Yeah, and you're going, and she's running. <laughs> Honestly, going. that would be hilarious. Yeah. I'm totally down. Okay. But yeah, like just you, um, the only thing you have to absolutely do is make sure you start on the Diagon Alley side of the park. Okay. Because I told her so, what the experience was. Right. Like you approach. What is King's Crossing on the outside and this giant, really tall building because you can't see Diagon Alley. And you have to go through King's Cross Station and go through like the three the platform three and uh Nine, three quarters. quarters. And it's just it keeps going in like this twisting thing that you keep walking around. And eventually when you take that last turn, it gives you that shock and all experience of seeing Diagon Alley for the first time. We're gonna cry. I know we are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's fair. And that's I, at it was Universal or that's at um Islands of Adventure. In all honesty, I just consider them one park split in half because I know. the entrance is in the same spot. So it just goes, one goes left, one goes right. Whichever one's on the right. On the right, so, okay. Okay. Yeah, you start on the right. You may so. have to be slight tour guide at that park. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I've been several just, times. Just like usher so. us, like this, this, this Just way. hurt us, you know, like, okay, we'll look at that later. Just, just, <laughs> just go. Just if you want to beeline to the Wizarding World, like, oh, I do. as soon as we're to get there, we'll just, yeah. Yeah, that's the They've goal. They've got, like, the... They have the night bus. They have a uh, Grimmauld place, and like, yeah, you can take pictures of Stan Stump Pike. So, 
fuck Stan, but still. You can take pictures in front of Sirius's house with creature in the window. And you absolutely have to take a moment as you're walking through like platform nine and three quarters before you take like those, like those last steps around the corner. Cause it'll just be, you just turn a corner and just, it's all directly in front of you. That first look you get of it is in the first movie when Harry walks through it for the first time is the exact experience you get. I wish they, do they? Complete with fire breathing dragon. Yes. I kind of wish they'd incorporate the tapping of the bricks. They, there'd be no way to people get are people too through. Stupid for that. I know. People are too stupid that for that. would be the first line of the day, and it'd be like, okay, you've watched 45 people tap the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's honestly one of the best experiences. Mm. It's really, really good. And then, like, it has the twins shop and all the Vanders and, like, all that stuff. So it's honestly one of the best experiences. There we go. There you go. But it'll be it'll be amazing. And then you have to ride and like they have the actual full train mm-hmm. and you get a ride in it and you go from one park to the other. Apparently the experience you have going from one like from like island like the regular Universal Studios to Islands of Adventure is a different experience than if you ride it back. So you have to ride it both ways. So I don't see a problem. No, there's no problem here. <laughs> so mm, boy. Um, we should definitely wrap this up. Yes. Out of all of that, we still didn't finish the outro. So <laughs> it's a common theme with her and I. We usually have to record intros or outros. So, um, yeah. So I think we have most of the outro, except for like an actual like goodbye. Time yeah. It, yeah. So <laughs> we will very clearly have a part two to this, and we will make Erin come back, whether she likes it or not. And she's got no choice. But I like this, it. This will be... Well, that's good. I guess an ongoing project to see how many sure. scores we can come up with and <laughs> or how many people we can get to come join us to tell their stories. Well, as we discovered, I thought of, I think, two just while sitting yeah. here. True, so I came like... up... I, I remember two while this during this episode. Yeah. Also, if you guys have stories you want us to tell, please let us know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you guys have your own email stories, us, message like us, DM us. I don't care. Just get it to us somehow because I want to hear them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys can submit them to us on our website. Coming which soon. Will, which, which by the time this comes out, will definitely already be True. Out. By the time this comes out, it'll be out. <laughs> and which we will link in the episode description for you guys to look at. And yeah, so this will be an ongoing mini series. It won't be the next episode we release because we will actually be switching gears a little bit with the next episode. As we talk about our, Ani and I talk about our lives and how they've changed in the last few years because of COVID and everything and yeah. how it's impacted a lot of people. Um, My core character has changed because of COVID. Fair. I've become more of an introvert, which is shocking. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't leave the house. Like you just said, like I, I do more things than you do, but like compared to pre COVID, this is yeah. nothing. That's fair. That like, is very my mom that is like, very valid. My mom be like, you want to go to Costco? Or you want to go out? I'm like, no. She's like, why? I'm like, I just want to sit. Like, I don't want to leave the parameter of this house. Fair enough. All right. And after that, we will have a couple more review episodes, but we will be changing it up a bit where we only have about two review episodes a month. And the other two will be more content like this so more more shenanigans more Mm -hmm. bullshit more shenanigans like it's all shenanigans but uh yeah stay tuned listen and uh we hope you guys enjoyed bye you guys know you like the ride (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) 
Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Just Does that result in injury? Yes. Horrific. Horrific injury. Goody! <laughs> <laughs>